10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3. Good luck, studio. 400, 494, 93, You won't find a cast of characters like this everywhere. Hello, I'll go anywhere for potato. Delicious. This particular episode of the Shylight is, is a little more abstract than usual. Okay, it looks like the hairy guy is ready to record. Three, two, one. Go Shy Yeti. Oh, I hope he hasn't found out my secret. I think he has. Hello and welcome to yet another episode of the Shy Life Podcast with me, Paul the Shy Yeti. How are you doing? I'm alright. I'm alright. Well, yeah. Considering the time of year, I- I- I'm alright. Come on, guys, you know I don't like Christmas. I mean, I wouldn't mind Christmas if it just started on Christmas Eve and finished on Boxing Day, which I know you don't even have in America, listeners, American listeners, but uh, uh, I just don't like all the build-up, the fact that it starts in November, early November, and you have to watch the same stupid adverts on the TV. Not that I watch the TV much these days. I mainly watch DVDs or streaming services that don't have adverts, but... um, yeah, I mean, come on. Uh, nobody needs to see all that Christmas stuff, um, uh, you know, right at the start of November or maybe even late October. But anyway, that's just me. So um, I've come up with something new this year for our Christmas special. Uh, basically, we're not going to celebrate Christmas. No, not at all. Well, maybe I'll open some presents. But um, no, it's going to be different this year. It's going to be different. So let's run the theme music and when we come back, you'll see it's our Christmas review of the year, New Year's Eve episode. Yeah, all rolled into one to get it over and done with in one episode. <laughs> run that theme music. It's time for my old buddy, old pal from across the channel, across the pond, Paul Chandler, the shy daddy. He's not that shy. All I wanted was a pie. And then I hatched out of an egg. Okay, bring the mic over. He's ready to record. It's the quiet ones you've got to watch, you know. Is it metaphorical? Is it, is it deep? Is it deep? Look at a boy. He's got all that shy and bright. Blimey, Governor. It's the Shy Life Podcast. If you thought that was bad, just listen to this. Oh, I can't wait. I can't wait for it to begin. It's the Shy Life Podcast. He's positively glowing. He's all gooey and you see him. Yum, 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 yum. <laughs> so, listeners, I feel very clever to have um, uh, decided this. Um, so, yeah, Christmas. Christmas, Christmas. Um, uh, uh, here, here's some Christmas music.
Yeah, that's it. No more. Nothing else. That's all you're getting. Um, now, what I'm particularly pleased about is that I have found a little place to hide away. I've got some booze in here with me. I've got some food in here with me. But no one's going to find me. No one, not even the regulars, are going to come in and interrupt me. I've got my laptop with all my favourite horrible Christmassy movies. Uh, Black Christmas. Uh, I thought I might watch a couple of um, sort of... Um, is it Matt Smith? Matt Smith sort of Doctor Who Christmas special episodes that aren't very Christmassy. I might watch those. That, that'll be my concession. I mean, I don't mind Christmas stuff when it's horrible, you know. Um, there's a movie called Images by Robert Altman, which isn't really Christmassy, but it's autumnal. And I watched it, well, I watched it a few times, and I watched it last Christmas. I thought, yeah, this is a good one to put in the Christmas list. It is sort of, yeah, it's autumnal and it's bleak. And um, there's a doppelganger and, and murders, and, uh, and it's in a lovely location. I mean, I still like lovely locations. I'm not saying, I want, you know. So, and then the other one is, uh, oh gosh, I've forgotten the name. Uh, it's there on the top of my tongue. I can see it. It's got uh, Angela Pleasance in. Um, it's uh, which is who is Donald Pleasance's daughter. Um, is going to have to look it up. Symptoms, yeah. It's about a woman who's kind of going mad, always mad, always a bit mad. Um, uh, which is probably not a politically correct way of saying it, but that's what she is, and that's how it's referred to in the film, because it was made in 1971. Anyway, she's not doing very well. And again, it's not Christmas, but it's autumn, and there's lots of dead leaves in the pond. Um, actually, Images is similar. The lady's not having a, a lot of luck. She's not having a good time of it. Um, uh, but, yeah, great. That's what I want to watch on Christmas Day. So that's what I'll be watching on Christmas Day. Um, and I'm going to be in my little hidey hole and no one's going to find me. No one's going to find me or interrupt me or want me to pull a cracker with them. Actually, I don't mind that bit of it. I mean, as I've said, I don't really mind Christmas. The actual centre of Christmas. Uh, Christmas Eve I can cope with. Christmas uh, Boxing Day, you know, that's for leftovers. And Christmas Day just goes so quickly. I don't really mind. I'm just making a point this year of hiding away. And with all my with all my favourite things, um, but uh, yeah, uh, so that's that. And, and also, uh, in a minute, I'm going to talk to you about my favourite episodes of the Charlotte Podcast this year. And I'm not inviting any guests. I don't want anybody else's opinion. I'm I'm deciding which is the favourite episodes this year. Yeah, it's all about me, listeners. I'm going to be saying, but I will be covering lots of episodes, and there will be clips. This is probably going to be quite a long episode. I do enjoy doing review of the year, but um, I don't want anyone. I don't want anyone's opinion this year. I don't want anyone else's opinion. I'm telling. I'm saying. I'm deciding. I'm boss. Um, and then, uh, as for New Year's Eve, there'll be no live episodes. There'll be no live episodes over Christmas or New Year this year because no one listens. No, no one listens live except for the people who are involved in the episode. Everybody else has got other things to do, so um, I'm not going to waste my time. I'm going to, um, yeah, I'm, I'm just going to say Happy New Year at the end of this episode. I'm giving you a spoiler. This is a spoiler, isn't it? Um, so, yeah. Uh, so it gives me more time for eating 
eating stuff uh, if I don't do that. Although, between you and I, I am hoping, I am hoping to record with Toppy Smelly. Not in this episode, but I'm hoping that I'll talk to him. Uh, and we'll, I don't know, we'll just have a chatter. Because uh, Top, Toppy's not been able to sort of take part in, in a proper family Christmas because um, of, of COVID restrictions and his work and, and, and all that sort of thing. Um, so so uh, uh, he's free to talk on Christmas Day, but I'm not sharing him with you. Well, I will be. I will be as an episode, but I'm not, I mean, I'm not sharing him live, which I'm going to have a chat with Toppy maybe on Christmas Day, record it and put it out as an episode. That's my little treat to me. Hopefully it's a treat for Toppy as well. <laughs> I wouldn't like to say. Uh, but actually on Thanksgiving he had the same situation where he wasn't able to spend time with his family and we recorded stuff. And that was a nice that was it was a nice treat to get him on a day when he you know, he was off work but he couldn't do much. And uh, that was lovely. I got a bit of Toppy to myself and we recorded stuff and that's uh, yeah, well some of it some of it you've probably not heard yet, but not saying anything. But anyway, all I'm saying is we had a really good recording session, and it was and it was uh, it, it was it was because uh, it was it was also nice because we were able to record at a sensible hour. Um, I think about eleven o'clock in the morning for him, and about in the afternoon for me. So um, yeah, we used to record. We used to record really late. Like I'd get up at five o'clock in the morning, and he'd be, he'd be having to sort of try and keep awake because it was nearly midnight for him or whatever. You know that was how we used to record. And the last, last year or so, we've been able to find more sociable times, um, which which is, it's good for both of us. <laughs> it's good for both of us. I don't know these time differences. So the trouble about having friends in other places, but you know, thirty years ago. I would never have known there was a Toppy Smelly or, or a Jay the Haunt Cub or a DJ Starsage or, 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 or any of those people because I wouldn't have known they existed because there was no way of finding out about them. So, yeah, we have to be thankful. It's one of the good things about the 21st century. You know, what am I nattering on about? Uh, anyway, I'm just, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying my little hideaway. They're, never, they're not going to find me. They won't find me. But, uh, yeah, they, they are about the regulars. If you want to, uh, if you if if you want to uh, check in on them, uh, I probably will put a Sutton Park clip. Maybe, maybe I'll put that towards the end, like sort of before I say Happy New Year. I think you should run along. As I say, I think you should run along. Oh, uh, actually, before you do that, why don't we have a quiz? Let's have a quiz, a Christmas quiz. Although it won't be anything to do with Christmas. It's just one of the quizzes I've recorded with Callum. Uh, actually, recently we've not recorded. We've mainly just recorded me showing off about how much I know about music or how much I or how much I don't know about music, depending on the situation. I'll, I'll see if I can find one where there is a quiz, a quiz quiz, not just me showing off. I mean, the music quizzes you can still you can still shout the answers out, uh, but sometimes I get there too soon. But I try and find a quiz. I can't guarantee, as I say, I can't guarantee it's anything to do with Christmas. But um, I'll see what happens. See what I can find. We'll have one of those now. And then when we come back, uh, I'll let you loose on the regulars. And then after that, I'll do my review of the year. 
Okay, right. Um, have a listen to this quiz with Callum. I can always put some Jingle Bells music over the top of it to make it sound Christmassy. No, 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 no. We're, we're trying to avoid Christmas. Um, um, here you go. producer Tim Simonon have a hit in 1988 with Beat This. That's a bad start. It's a bad start. Bomb the bass. Uh, 90s. Queen's longest ever single went to number one in 1991. What was its title? Bohemian Rhapsody. No. (laughs) thought it got to number one again when when he died. Well, this is as innuendo. <laughs> no, that was a particularly long one. I really don't know. That's one of those. You, ones. Yes, you, you never listened to it all the way through. Well, that's one of those ones that got to number one, which I, without me ever thinking I've ever heard it. Um, oh, God, this is terrible. Oh, you'll get this. Twenty-first century. What song was a hit for the Zootons in two thousand and six, and for Mark Ronson and Amy Winehouse in two thousand and seven? Is that? <laughs> I know, but I can't think of which girl's name it is. Um, not Victoria. Um, Dear. Deborah, no. <laughs> I can't think of what girl, the girl's name is. Uh, well, I'll give you a clue. It's the same It's the same letter as Victoria. <laughs> All right. Vicky. Uh, uh, <laughs> I can't think of It rhymes with salary. <laughs> salary. Very good. Complete the title of Sugar Babe's number one hit from 2002, Freak. Like me. Oh, well done. (laughs) Which 1997 song by R. Kelly has the initials India Bravo, India Charlie Foxtrot? I know nothing about R. Kelly, thank you. Oh, yeah. I-B-I-C-F. I believe I can fly. Yes. Yes. I couldn't even think. I just knew he did something. Yeah. The only thing I know is something about flying. Mm. I wasn't sure I was going to get the full thing. Old, old is get, get it on, bang a gong. <laughs> You've heard of that? It was a hit for Power Station. <laughs> it was a hit for the Power Station in 1985. <clears throat> Who had the original 1971 hit? Rex. Yes. Uranus Rex. Right? I think it was a very big hit for Paris Day. No, no. 80s, what duo, which duo had their first top 10 hit with Ola Moore in 1987? Think about, think carefully. Say again, because... Which duo had their first top 10 hit with Ola Moore in 1987? 
Well, I'm just a bit confused. Yeah. Um, it must be Dollar. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know it was their first top. They must have, they must have had other top 10 hits. That doesn't sound This is right. never wrong, this. This is never wrong. They must have had top 10 hits when they were actually having hits, um, like back in the early 80s. Uh, and I knew it couldn't be Erasure because I knew that it was a flop for Erasure. I think they got. I think they've got themselves a bit confused, mm. or maybe they didn't. Yeah, realize, maybe they didn't realize that dollar existed before 1987. <laughs> there was a big. It was quite a gap between hits. Yeah. In 1992, the 80-year-old bluesman John Lee Hooker had his first British top 20 hit. What was the song? <laughs> boom, boom, oh, you're confused boom, boom. again. Yeah, boom, boom. 21st century. Who had a top three hit in 2007 with Do You Know, the ping pong song? I didn't know this one. Do You Know, the ping pong song. Ping pong songs in brackets. Mr. Wazzo. No, it's um, Enrique Iglesias. Dios <laughs> didn't know that, did you, Dios? Complete the title of Joss Stone's 2004 hit, oh. Sugar. Oh no! Sorry, super, <laughs> super. Say that again. Complete the title of Joss Stone's 2004 hit, Super. Superwoman. No, it's a duper love. Mm. Super duper love. Did you know that, dude? Which 1993 song by M People has the initials Oscar November India Hotel? One night in heaven. Oh, one night in heaven. Correct. And oldies. Who had the original 1978 hit with Love Doesn't Live Here Anymore, revived by Jimmy Nail in 1985? Gladys Knight and Pips. I don't think they know. No, it's um, Rose Royce. Mm, yeah, it was a final card. 80s. Using the name The Commentators, which impressionist had a hit with no, 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 19, not out. A parody of Paul Hardcastle's 19. Rory Bremner. Yeah, yeah. Mr. C was the front man of which chart-topping band of the 1990s? The Shaman. Shaman. Hole Again, in 2001, was the first number one hit for which girl group? Atomic Kitten. Oh, you're getting good there. Complete the title of Charlotte Church's number two hit from 2005. Crazy Chick. Correct. Which 1996 song by Baby Bird has the initials Yankee Golf? You're gorgeous, Dales. Yeah. And oldies, which... 1957 song was a British hit in 1967 for the Mamas and Papas and for Bitty McLean in 1994. Monday, Monday? No. It must be um, Dream Little Dream, have you? No. No, no, no. No, you don't know. It's... um, Dedicated to the one I love. Mm. That's it. You're in Dindavit. I knew it wasn't. 
No, it wasn't Monday, Monday in California dream, Dreaming because they wrote that. Those are when they wrote them. Right. Don't know why they give four reasons, but we just we don't have to do the whole. Oh, do we have to do the whole team? Well, I've done that. We'll see. We, we can be a team because I can't see the. I better refresh the page just in case. We can agree together. Um, okay, the word is umbra, U M B R A. An umbra would normally be found close to a Stone Age settlement. It was their trash pile. Or an umbra is a dark area, especially the darkest part of the shadow, where all light is cut off. In astronomy, it would be the darkest region of a sunspot. Or the people of the Upper Nile. Umbra was the familiar name of the god of prosperity. Each family would have a small statue over the door. Or the best use for an umbra would be in a woodwork shop. It is a small file used to remove burrs from chisels. So it's a Stone Age, Stone Age trash pile, the darkest part of a sunspot, a god of prosperity, or a woodwork tool. Not, not as entertaining as the programme, is it? <laughs> well, I, I need to do different voices. I think it's a, the most plausible one to me would be the scientific Sunspot one, second one, I think it was. Mm. The next word is senescence. S e n e s c e n c e. Um, scientists have for years studied senescence, looking for the secrets that will unlock the mysteries of gravitational waves. Or the concentrated musk of mink and other small mammals is referred to as their senescence. A senescence, as most people are no doubt aware, is the term given to a meeting of the senior members of a spiritualist church. Senescence is of concern to everyone on the planet. It simply means growing old. What's your opinion? We can see how senile, but that might be what they're trying to make you think about mm. getting old. Uh, don't think it's a church. Deals. Are you doing to my hair? Um, maybe it is growing old. What do you think? Shooting beasts. What do you think? Uh, well, I thought the first one. I forgot what that was. Next one is undine. An undine is a unit of measurement used by brewers to calculate the amount of sugar needed to raise the alcohol content of the mash in or in the Zoroastrian religion and Undine is one of the basic tenets roughly equivalent to the commandment thou shalt not kill or in mythology an Undine is a water sprite who can obtain a soul by marrying a human or an Undine was a proto-cow or more simply, an ancestor of today's cows, roughly the size of a large German shepherd. Deals. I'll go for that cow one. Uh, I don't know how I'm supposed to uh, pronounce this one. K-O-K-S-A-G-H-Y-Z. I'm not copying that. Yeah. It's an Asian dandelion cultivated by the natives of Kazakhstan as it produces a form of rubber. If you see a sign saying that word during your next visit to Turkmenistan, 
be prepared to duck. It is a warning that the road ahead is a, an area of avalanches. Or for many years, it was used by the followers of the Hishmatish tribe of Patagonia as an antidote to spider venom. It is the sap of a climbing vine bearing bright orange berries. Or it is not a real word at all, but an aid memoir used by chemical research scientists to remember the makeup of potassium cyborgium hydroxylene. I, I reckon it's the, the scientist's one again. Yeah, I think the so. last one. Yeah, I think so. They wouldn't have a foreign word there. Mm. Um, mega karyocyte. A megakaryocyte is the largest size a, a circuit can be, yet still be considered part of nanotechnology. Or it's a protein cocktail used by bodybuilders. Megakaryocyte consists mainly of creatine and beta-carotene. Or to a marine biologist, megakaryocyte is the holy grail. It represents the missing link between totally aquatic animals and totally terrestrial animals. Or the megakaryocyte is a bone marrow cell that produces platelets. You can choose that one. <laughs> I, I think it's uh, the first one, the largest the circuit. Yeah, yeah, it's got to be. Again, the protein cocktail, isn't that like a brand name? They wouldn't have that. Sure. Sitatunga. A sitatunga would be used by the, Cher the Cherokee people as a place to smoke meat. It is a structure usually half buried where they would hang and smoke buffalo meat. Or the Sitatunga is an amphibious antelope found in Central and Eastern Africa. Or in Japan, a Sitatunga is used in the art of bonsai. It is the shallow tray in which the tree is cultivated. Or Sitatunga was once believed to be the source of life. The ancient Celts offered up sacrifices to him of sheep and goats to guarantee good fortune in battle. I think it could be the... Uh, well, it's either the Japanese buffalo one. meat, either buffalo meat or the japa, or the bonsai one. Bonsai. Shall we go for the bonsai one? Yeah. I've got four more. Uh, palim, palimpsest. 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 Mm. I've heard that word. So. Among the tribes of Papua New Guinea, a palimpsest was believed to ward off the evil spirits of enemies killed in battle. Or in medieval France, the palimpsest was an envoy, usually from the Pope, carrying messages up and down the Seine River. Or it is the name given to the box that was carried on carriages, which was placed by the door, allowing passengers to disembark without having to jump. This saved women, especially from looking undignified. Or if you were to find a manuscript, typically a papyrus, uh, that has been written on more than once, with the earlier writing badly erased and still legible, you would have in your hands a palimpsest. Is that, is that last one? Um, die book. D-Y-B-B-U-K. Dibuk. Uh, for many years, a dibuk could be dibuk. found hanging from a tree by the side of a road leading into a village. It is another name for a gibbet. Or in Teutonic folklore, a dibuk would best be described as a cross between a vampire and a werewolf. Or in the Transylvanian mountains, if one were to be described as a dibuk, you would probably provide meat for the whole community. 
it would mean you were an expert hunter with a crossbow. Or in Jewish mythology, the Gibbuk is a demon controlling the thoughts, words, and deeds of a live body. I think it might actually be. I mean, I, I know that it's mythology or folklore. I think it's either the vampire and werewolf or it's the demon. Well, the fourth one, though, the Jewish one. Mm. Question nine. An odalisk. Dating back hundreds of years. Look, dating back hundreds of years when the Turkish sultan kept harvines, an odalisk was a female slave or concubine. Or, for anyone interested in botany, an odalisk is quite simply the hybrid offspring of any two separate species of orchid, usually involving the grafting of one type to another. Or, an odalisk in Muslim folklore was the soul of a victim of a violent death, often haunting the person who killed them. Or, if a teenager today was found to be in possession of an odalisk, nobody would think twice. It refers to a certain type of communication device used by agents during the Second World War. It would now apply to cell phones. I might go for the orchids, but... Mm. Should we do that one? Yeah, yeah, orchids, desert orchid. The last one, I feel like I've heard this word, haptic. As unlikely as it sounds, any type of small lichen can be described as haptic, or haptic would generally be seen in a mobile army surgical hospital, such as like in MASH, it is an antibiotic. Or the best explanation for haptic would be of or related to the ammonia family. It is a type of cleaning agent used in bathrooms. Or simply put, haptic is of or relating to the sense of touch. I'll go for the cleaning agent. <laughs> in bathrooms <laughs> All right, submit our answers this is when it goes wrong well I know haptics wrong so I just looked it up <laughs> oh dear we got 3 out of 10 yeah uh, we got umbra right umbra is the yes. dark area um, senescence um, it actually means growing old so it does yeah. uh, apparently with umbra 89% of players answered correctly only 72% answered correctly for senescence. Undine um, wasn't a proto-cow. It wasn't a cow. It, it, it was a water sprite uh, marrying a human Well, in mythology. 57% of players got that right. The Kinsaka girdle blah, blah, blah. Um, It wasn't a chemical. There was a film called Undine about a water lymph in um, 2020, which we obviously never heard of. That Kazakhs, that one, that's an Asian dandelion. Um Forty-one percent of players got that right. A megakaryocyte is a bone marrow cell that produces platelets. Not what I said. Sixty-six percent got that right. A situnga is an amphibious antelope found in Central and Eastern Africa. That forty-seven percent of players got that right. I mean, what's an amphibious antelope? What it swims underwater? I, mean, I didn't understand. I didn't even understand that one. The next two we got right. A palimpsest. Is that yeah, is that is the manuscript, yeah. and the fifty-seven percent got that right. The Dibuk is the demon. Sixty-three percent got that right. Mm, got that. The the Odalisk was the harem, the Turkish harem. Sixty-two percent got that right. A haptic is related mm. to touch. Fifty-seven percent of players got that right. Um, the average score for this quiz is six out of ten. Dear. Mm. Oh, wow. Not good. Hugely. 
enjoyable. Right. understand Paul has vanished you uh, you what Paul has vanished I, I don't think he's vanished he left a note well I know but he's still vanished oh well you know he doesn't like Christmas much he doesn't want to do a Christmas special or have a Christmas party um it's, it's not a special episode it's just a normal episode but we're, we're you know we're we're close to episode 500 he knows there'll be lots of action then just wants a quiet Christmas. I suppose so. I don't understand this note. It says, Dear regulars, you can't even use our names. Dear regulars, I will be around. I would not be going away at Christmas, but uh, I will be in my hidey hole. And I don't want to be disturbed. I have all the food and DVDs and the booze that I, I require uh, for uh, the Christmas period. So I will disappear uh, anytime now and I will emerge um, like in the new year. That is quite a long time to be hiding. Yes, what, what about loo breaks and things like that? I imagine he'll be creeping around the flat when nobody's looking. He, he, I don't know where this hidey hole is. I know. I wonder if it's linked to the laboratory somehow. I, I, I want to ask August, but uh, August does not make much sense. <laughs> I know. Um, well, he's leaving, isn't he? He's what? He's leaving. He's not going to be here for Christmas Day. You're, you're right. No, uh, August is going over to see Bettina for Christmas. That would be nice for them. I know, I know. Uh, that, that, that will be nice. Uh, and uh, Ick, I guess Ick's going to be staying put in the spaceship. Oh, yes, but we can go over there. I think we'll just go over there. And then Paul can tiptoe around the house as much as he likes. August and Bettina, uh, you know... They can be in Bettina's house, and uh, and we can be with Ick in the spaceship. Does Ick uh, know that we're coming? I think so. Yes, I think so. I think he definitely does. Yes, uh, we can we can call him and see. Oh yes, why don't we call him? I guess we ought to call your Uncle John whilst we're here. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's gonna be spending Christmas in Clink. <laughs> well, you know, if Paul had done more episodes in November. We might have been celebrating episode 500 now, but, uh, oh well, he'll have to. I think it'll do him good, you know, Yeti Uncle John being in shame jail for Christmas. I think it'll be, you know, it's a, a landmark before he is freed. Yeah, and I'm sure Isaac and Declan, well, at least Isaac will be setting lots of cryptic crosswords to do. It'll be fun, it'll be fun, he'll enjoy it. Oh yes, he will. Uh, anyway, let's call Ick just to see. Ick, Ick, it's me. Promity, are you there? I am there, I'm just resting up. Oh dear, oh dear. This pregnancy is going on and on. Oh yes, we were just talking about that. Well, uh, you know, Paul was busy and not very well at times. And I think, you know, the episodes have fallen behind. We 
we probably were expecting a bit much to expect episode 500 in December. It'll be January now, when things are quieter. It's probably for best. <laughs> You're not the pregnant one. <laughs> well, no, no. We just wanted to check whether it was okay to come over to you on Christmas Day still. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Yes. Um, I've, I've, uh, I've got some of... Uh, Sister O gave me a, uh, an address for a caterer. So I'm doing, getting catering in. So I don't have to do anything. It'll be fine. How, what, how, what is the numbers? Well, uh, we think it'll just be Martin and I. Because... Uh, Yuti Uncle John's still in shame jail, and um, um, uh, who else? Oh, yes, uh, August is with Bettina. But what about Paul? Oh, no, he's sent us a note. He's saying he's going to hide away. Oh, golly. Oh, well, oh, well, let him hide away. It's fine. We can have a nice time. Yes, yes. We can do Christmas and New Year all in one. I think that would be a good idea. You know, our parties do tend to drag. We're quite, uh, you know, we're... We're quite, um, oh, ostentatious, what's the word? You know, it's all kind of like, uh, oh. <laughs> yes, you mean the party will last a week? Well, it can do, it can do, if that's how it goes. Well, we just wanted to check it was still okay. Absolutely, yes, it would be lovely. Oh, if Paul changes his mind, he can always come over. I, I, I don't know, I think he said, he sounded like, he, you know, he's not, it's not like he's going on a fast, he... He's hibernating, but he's... I don't know. When he realises that none of us are in the house, maybe he'll come out and he'll just be normal. And I don't know what Toby's up to. Oh, well, yes, you know. Toby does his own thing. Toby and Dilly. Yes, the last thing I saw, uh, Toby had put a hot water bottle under Dilly's bed and Dilly loves the bed now, rather than sleeping in Toby's bed. Is that true? Yes, yes. Dilly, uh, Dilly gets in the double bed uh, when... When Toby wakes up in the middle of the night to use the bathroom, when he comes back, there's a big cat in the bed, and the big cat is stretched out, and then Toby, and you know, he's stretched out where Toby has been sleeping, and then Toby has to get back into the little sliver of bed that's left. So he solved that problem by putting a hot water bottle under Dee bed, and you know, the the fluffy bed in the living room. Dee loves that now, and he won't come in the bed. <laughs> Toby's a genius. <laughs> he's a genius. I hope he doesn't cook Dee though. I guess, I guess, um, you know, uh, he, he's careful. Yes, yes, well, anyway, we better go, and uh, we need to call Yeti Uncle John. It might be the last time we speak to him. Well, you could call him on Christmas Day. We could call him on Christmas Day. I, I, I don't know that we will, though, because we'll be too busy having a party. So I'm just calling him now to say, you know, you know. Anyway, let's, uh, I've got, got to do that. Hi, Ick, it's me, Martin, I'm here too. Christmas Day. Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. Bye, Ike. Goodbye for now. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Right. We ought to call Yeti Uncle John. Oh, no. Talk of the devil. He is calling us. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> That's weird. Uh, Yeti Uncle John, hello. Oh, hello. Uh, hello, Cromarty. How are you? Happy New... Oh, no, what's it? Happy Christmas Eve, or whatever it is. Oh, yes, thank you. Um, well, uh... It's, it's good to speak to you. We were about to call you. We'd just been on the phone to Ick. Oh, I thought you might be calling somebody. Uh, uh, you were engaged when I tried before. Uh, uh, what's going on? Christmas decorations up? Oh, giddy Uncle John, you know better than that. There's never Christmas decorations in this house. <laughs> I know it's teasing. 
where's, where's Paul? I tried to call his phone too. He didn't pick up. Oh, he's decided he's going to hibernate for Christmas. Our new year. He's going to do his review of the year. He's going. It's uh, just going to keep to himself. I don't know where he is. He's supposed to be in the house in a hidey hole. I can't find the hidey hole. I don't know. It's something he's never told us about, maybe. A mystery. Oh, well. Oh, that's a shame. I, I would have liked to have spoken to him. Well, well, maybe he'll call you later in the episode. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like to say. You can't tell with Paul. I guess not. Uh, I know he doesn't like Christmas, but this is this has come to something when he's hiding away on Christmas. Oh, yes, well, I know, but it makes for a different concept, I guess. Oh, I guess. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Uh, how, how's it? Oh, yes, it's fine. We're having a party at his house. Well, his house, his spaceship on Christmas Day, but it's just going to be Martin and I. He's getting the caterers in, though. Oh, I expect there'll be lots of nice alien food. Be careful what you choose. Well, I, I, I'm used to it now. It's fine. So where's August going? Oh, he's going to Bettina's. Oh, Bettina didn't invite you all round to her big house. That would have solved the problem. We're coming to cater. Oh, yes, but I, I think that, you know, maybe they want some time to themselves. Really? Is it going that way? Well, those two, those, those two. It's nice. It's nice to, uh, nice, nice that they're, yeah, not nice they're, uh, they're do, you know, things are developing. I didn't see that happening. Anyway, um, uh, yeah. So what are you up to at Christmas? We wondered if Isaac was going to set you up with very, uh, you know, cryptic crosswords. I'm sure that'll happen. Uh, Declan, I think, is going to be uh, having a having a bit of a booze and playing some, I don't know, he, there's computer games he likes. Pokemon and stuff, I think. I don't know. They're always fighting. I mean, the little creatures are fighting. Uh, I've been given... I've been given uh, a pass so that I can play Fortnite with my Fortnite buddies. You know, like, legitimately. No hiding. Oh, it sounds like a wonderful Christmas for you, little Uncle John. You must be glad that you're not getting out. Uh, not getting out? Is there something you know I don't? When you, no, what I mean is you're not getting out for Christmas. You will be getting out in the new year. Oh, yeah, sorry. <laughs> I, thought, I thought you'd heard something. What you meant like permanently? He's going to be stuck here permanently with uh, with Coconut Jim, Co- Coconut Jim. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a he's a new inmate. He's he's only recently arrived. He's got a head like a coconut. Long story. Um, but uh, anyway, uh, well, just wanted to see what you're all up to. Can you give me a call on Christmas Day. We may do. We may do. But we may be too busy at the party. No, we'll try. We'll try, and maybe Paul. I don't know. All right then, guys. I expect you'll be, we'll, you know, we'll all be having fun, except for Paul. Well, you know, even even Paul will be having fun in his own little way. Oh yes, I think you know he'll be happy because he has chosen to spend Christmas the way he's spending it in his little hidey hole. So I, I I don't know what to say, but yes, he'll be having fun in his own way. He's got food. Well, that'll keep him happy. Exactly. Anyway, we better go. We better go. Um, uh, we we have some messages to play. Uh, and uh, then I think we have to hand back over to Paul, wherever he is. I can't believe he's hiding already. Well, you know, the, the time is ticking on. Yeah, I, I guess so. Uh, I'll speak to you later then. Yes, Yeti Uncle John. Bye for now. Bye, Yeti Uncle John. Oh, Martin, I, I didn't realise you were there. So you're very quiet. I'm sorry. How, how's, 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 how's your mum? How's Tallulah? Uh, oh, she's all right. 
Uh, hey, you ought to ask her to come to X party. Oh, it's a good idea. Yes. What does she usually do? Uh, I think she does stuff at the, the school, but uh, I, th- I don't think... Yeah, we'll, we better call her. We better call her. Well, do that now. Do it now. I can't believe, can't believe I didn't think about it. It's fine. <laughs> better let you get to it. All right, bye for now. Bye-bye. <laughs> bye-bye, bye-bye. Quick, quick. Uh, Martin, dial, dial. I'm dialing, I'm dialing. I just wanted to know what you were doing at Christmas Day. I hadn't thought to ask. I'm so sorry. Oh, well, I mean, oh, I meant to ask you too. Will you, will you come round to Higgs place? Oh, my goodness. Is he having a party? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so, so I'll, let, I'll let you speak. I need to go. Oh, dear listeners, I can hear a noise in the front room. Hello, darling. It's just me, Bettina. Oh, oh Bettina, have you come to pick up August? I have, darling, yes, I have. Is he ready? Well, I, I think so, yes. Where is everybody? Well, Martin's on the phone to Tallulah, trying to make plans for Christmas. We've just been talking to Yeti Uncle John. Oh, lovely. Still in shame jail, I hear. Oh, yes, until the new year. Um, and where's Paul? Oh, he's in hiding. He's in hiding? Hiding from what? Oh, hide, hiding from Christmas uh, and New Year. Oh, right, OK. Um... Well, never mind. And um, you're you're all spending Christmas with Ick. You know, you could have come over to ours if you, if you uh, uh, had wanted to. Oh well, no. We thought we'd, it's a good way of spending time. Ick can't really move too much, so uh, we're going to spend it with him. Um, and Martin will be with me, and hopefully Tallulah. Oh, wonderful. Where is August? Is he ready? I I, I booked us for lunch somewhere, and, and we're going to be late if he doesn't get a move on. Oh, hello, it's me. Uh, August Evans, how are you? Uh, Bettina, I'm so sorry. I've packed rather more than I expected. Uh, blimey, so you have. Don't worry, we'll get Martin to help you with those. Uh, we'll we, we get him to put them in the car. He's the he's the young one. Oh, that would be marvellous, thank you. Uh, 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 August, have you seen Paul? No, I heard he was in hiding. Well, yes, he is in hiding, but we don't know where he's hiding. We, we just wondered. Oh, well, I do not know. It's a mystery, dear. A mystery. Now, come on, we need to get moving. We've got lunch bookings. Oh, have we? That's nice. I've brought my paints. That's what's in all these suitcases. Oh, dear. Are you going to sit there and paint lunch? Oh, I might just just, just paint the dessert. All right, then, darling. It's fine. I, I've, let the, I've let the restaurant know. They seem quite up for it. I've told them you'll donate the painting. Oh, yes. That'll pay for the meal. That will pay for the meal. Well, it might do. We'll have to see, darling. We'll have to see. Ah, uh, ah, uh, good news, everybody. Tallulah's coming for Christmas. Oh, that's lovely. Oh, oh, great. Oh, that is good. That is good. Martin, you need to help move these suitcases into the car. This is August Evans' um, holiday suitcases. Oh, looks like he's moving out for good. You're not moving out for good, are you, August? Oh, I don't think so, no. This is just for the holidays. Oh, darling. <laughs> It'll be fine. Come on. Let's get going. Oh, yes. Well, we'll help. I'll take this bag, the light one. Uh, uh, Listeners, you need to listen to a couple of messages.
Hello, hello, it's me, Charlie Girl. How are you? Just wanted to say Happy Christmas and a Happy New Year to all the listeners of the Shalef Podcast. Uh, what I what will I be doing at Christmas? I will be eating pies, big pies, small pies, medium pies, anything that happens to, you know, um, claim to be a pie, I will eat it. Yes, um, and uh, I guess I will be having lots of belly button fluff tea. I, it'll be a good time. Yes. I'm sorry you can't be spending it with me, but there just aren't enough pies to go around. I only have a 172. So that's my that's mine. Well, unless you want to bring the pies, more pies, bring more pies. But I'm afraid I cannot cater. I can only cater for myself. But anyway, Happy New Year and Happy Christmas. That's backwards. I went backwards. Happy Christmas and Happy New Year. Yes. And, uh, May 2022 be a good year for you, and uh, and for all the pies out there. Yes, yes. But bye for now, goodbye for now, with me, Charlie Kerr. Hello, it's me, Albert the Dragon. Uh, just wanted to say to the listeners of the Shut Up Podcast, Happy Christmas and a Happy New Year. No, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. That's right. Um, I wish I could be with you. But I'm having to look after the phoenixes. You can't just walk away from a big phoenix sanctuary. No, you've got to look after them, uh, particularly this time of year, because they can get cold. They can get so cold that their flames go out. Um, but, I mean, that never happens with ours because we look after them. But if you don't look after them, that's what will happen. And I'll come back in January and find that there's just a load of peacocks wandering around. I mean, that's not... I mean, a phoenix isn't a peacock, but a phoenix who has gone out, and uh, I mean, gone out as in blown out, as in has lost its flame, ends up looking a bit like a peacock. <sighs> yeah. Anyway, that's depressing. We don't want to talk about that. Um. So, yeah, yeah. Merry Christmas and Happy New Year. And uh, hopefully I'll be on the show more in 2022. Or I haven't really made it, you know, out and about. But, but then, you know, a lot of this year, we weren't moving around that much. Not as bad as 2020, but there we go. Anyway, uh, have a lovely time, and I'll speak to you soon. It's me, Albert the Dragon. <laughs> yeah, may your Christmas be fiery in, in the nicest possible way. Hello, listeners, it's me again. I hope you heard from the regulars there. Um, so Christmas, Christmas is, it's not quite done, but, but it's mainly done. Uh, I was going to talk to you about my favourite episodes of 2021, but I need to get a list of them. I'm trying to work out the best way of getting a list of the episodes. Um, so 2021 has been as busy as any of the last two or three years I still haven't managed that magic 100 you know as far as editing episodes in one year I haven't managed to do 100 yet but I've, I've well into the 90s so I think that's you know that's a good year um so let's have a look we started we started 2021 off well with a a Dobby's Melly special in space uh which you know you can't really argue about can you it's a good way to start the year. That was episode 401, uh, because our last episode 
of 2020 was episode 400. Um, Toppy Smelly in Space. I think we should have a clip from that for a start. And welcome, listeners. How are you doing? Um, uh, we're recording live on Christmas Day for a very special segment of the Shar Life podcast. Um, uh, we're, as you can hear, it doesn't sound like the usual studios. It's because we're not in the usual studios. We are in space. We oh, are. Oh. Can I take my seatbelt off yet? Yes, yes, you can. Yes, you can. Oh, Toppy, okay. Yes. <laughs> yes, as, as you can hear, Toppy's with me. It's, uh, it, it, it's, it's, we just thought that this, this was the only way that Toppy and I could get to meet and be in the same place because, as I've mentioned before, each spaceship is kind of like a clean um, sort of environment. You get squirted with all sorts of stuff as you come in and there's no danger of, of, of any nasties. So no. it just, just seemed no. like a good... <laughs> we're, we're COVID-free up here, yeah. let me tell you. <laughs> How, how how are you doing, Toppy? Oh, dear, um, you used to... get closer. Hold on, hold on. I get... <laughs> well, Sorry, Toppy's I, got a bit of um, space sickness or something. Oh, yeah, those sudden takeoffs <laughs> always get. Oh. oh dear, oh dear. Well, I can tell you that it's just you and I, Toppy. Oh, well, obviously, Ick is flying. That the others. Well, I hope so. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. I'm not flying. Don't let me fly. Um, I, I, I think we may hear from your Uncle John via that, like the. Uh, the well, he may even get to teleport in. I don't know if that's possible, but anyway, we'll see. We'll just have to. We'll just have to see because. Uh, I don't know. This alien technology is foreign to me. This this teleportation. I don't. I, but we've got a lovely spread of food. Uh, well, that's what he said. Anyway, um, it's all a bit foreign to us, but uh, a little. <laughs> yeah. What's this uh, green speckled stuff with the red dots inside? I'm not Eww. sure. If, I'm not sure if that's food or whether that's some sort of mold that just happens to be oh, growing shit. over there. Okay. I'd leave that. I'd leave that aside. Um, I'm trying to think if I've had any of this before. Um, <clears throat> I don't know. Uh, if well, you t- if you taste something, then I'll taste it. Yeah. Um, between you and I, I have got a little box of some sandwiches and a packet of biscuits that. Uh, <gasps> Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. That I bought with just in case. But good thinking, Paul. Uh, I know. And um, oh, de- um, de- I didn't know you were here, de- Davy. Davy's on the spaceship. Davy's on. Davy's on the spaceship. Um, how, how are you, Davy? Are you going to speak? Oh, you've just pulled. Um, deals, please sit down. Oh dear, you're, you're, you haven't Such got a, a seatbelt. Such a cat. You haven't got a seatbelt on deals. Oh dear, if you're not going to speak, I'm going to have to dub a cat sound effect on. Hey, Paul, do you? Have you ever studied Deal's face and wonder if the spots go back and forth and like you just never really notice? Do you ever th- I, have you ever looked at all of his photos to compare? Well, also it does get confusing because some, sometimes cameras. I think on my iPhone, if you use one of the cameras, it does a sort of rev- it takes the picture reverse, <laughs> so it put so he does look different in some pictures. But um, <laughs> uh, also, uh, what we learned recently. Being on the spaceship is kind of suitable for you, isn't it, Deals? Yes. Yes. I'm afraid to know if this applies to all cats or just Deals. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, Then after that, we had the first part of our review of 2020. 
2020. We don't need any clips from that. That's just ridiculous. Um, then we had our New Year extravaganza, which we did on Univoz, and that was live. I don't think did we do it. I don't. I don't. I I think we did a live episode on on Pride 48 on Christmas Day, and um, and uh, for New Year we did we did it on Univoz this year. We're not doing anything live at all. Um, and then episode 404 was our the second part of our review of 2020. Don't need to talk about that. Episode 405 was our first episode with Ryan from Canada. Uh, Ryan, the comic book kid. Although we haven't recorded with him much uh, towards the end of 2021, we did record with him quite a lot at the start of 2021. Um, and, and it was all rather a coincidence that we even met um, just chatting online and I said oh you ought to be on my podcast and he said yes all right I will and then he did and then he did it again and about four or five more times um so we ought to have a clip from that episode one of the things I wanted to talk to you about today was um your work because I think a lot of our listeners will be interested in that uh, well what what is it you do uh, I work in, at this point in time, what is probably the biggest comic book store in Manitoba. Mm-hmm. Is that a job you've done for many years? Uh, I've worked there for, what is it, about seven years now? Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. about seven years. And you'd always been interested in, in, in comic books and things, had you always? Or was it something that you sort of have got grown to love even more from working? I grew into it more from working there. Uh, Originally, when I started working there, I dealt with Magic the Gathering and toys. But Mm -hmm. as time went on, I kind of turned into like the glorified librarian of back (laughs) issues and got sent upstairs to banishment by myself, where I work (laughs) with all of the or or where I work with all of the older comics and stuff. Um, Oh, we've got a visitor. Hello, Dealey. Have you have you come to? Are you going to say something? Say hello to Ryan. Hello, Dealey. No. No, you can't. You can't because I've got my earphones in. You're going to have to sit down, aren't you? You're going to have to sit down. This is very good, very good uh, um, podcasting performance deal. I've barricaded the door, so there will be no visitors over here. I'm oh, sure there's going to be dogs breathing at the door at some point in time, but I've barricaded the door so they can't come in and yell at me. <laughs> well, that's what I was going. Actually, that's the guess I was going to ask you about. Uh, um, I, know, I know you've got your dogs. Um, mm-hmm. Tell the listeners about your dogs before we go. We'll go back to the comics in a minute. But uh, sure. um, uh. I have I have three dogs. I have mm-hmm. Cerberus, who is mm-hmm. my dog. He's a nine-year-old chocolate lab. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's about as useful as a guard dog as a stuffed <laughs> animal. Yeah. Um, we also have Trip, who mm-hmm. is six years old. He is a rescue from up north. Mm-hmm. Um, I have no idea what breed he is. I call him a one-eyed what the fuck. <laughs> because he's like they we sent away for a DNA test on him so we could figure out what he was. Mm-hmm. And if you actually look at the DNA test, it's a whole bunch of large breeds. Yeah. And he's like lap sized. Yeah, so I don't same. know I don't know what happened there. Apparently if you mix enough large dogs together you get a small dog. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the last uh, one would be Apollo, who is mm-hmm. half husky, half something else. And he is a sassy little child. He's like, he's a year and a half at this point. Yeah. And you may hear him every once in a while. He'll come to the door and he'll yell at me because the door is locked and he knows I'm in here. So if you hear random squeaking in the background, that's Apollo yelling <laughs> at me. <laughs> no. Do you know the exact ages or roughly? Or? 
Cerberus, I know his exact age. He's nine. Uh, mm-hmm. Trip and Apollo, their ages are kind of a guess. They're both yeah. rescues from up north, so they don't know exactly how old they were yeah. when they brought them into the yeah. shelter. Um, then after that, it was our Chatterbox episode for January 2021. Um, I think I started the year planning to do a Chatterbox episode every month and then deciding that uh, sometimes there's quite a lot of editing involved and because there's about three or four tracks to deal with and um, also factoring in everybody meeting up once a month. Uh, it's, yeah, not always possible or easy. So particularly when one of your guests is in the States. But anyway, we've done a number of Chatterbox episodes this year. Let's have a listen to a bit of that one. Let's move on to our quiz and see whether we know any of these answers. Um, I don't know how difficult this is going to be. I just I told it to choose a, a selection of questions. So, um, I don't know the answers either, so I can help. So... My main problem will be being able to pronounce these words because they're pretty horrible. So, question one. Leukophobia is the irrational fear of which colour? That's L-E-U-K-O-phobia. What colour is that? Orange. Any other bets? Or are we going to go with orange? I just thought Leukazade. I don't know why. I'm going to say red. I don't know why I said it like that, but I'm going to say red. You were channeling your inner Sylvester there, weren't you? Do you want to choose a colour, Lisa? No, I'll go with red. I have no idea. I'll go with orange. I can't see there's any clue in that first part of the word that kind of... You might yeah, Lucas Aidas is... It's as good a guess as any. Uh, then after that, we had Shayeti in the big hits of 1993. In 2021, we had a number of episodes about music, and we've had three different hosts for them, because we, we sort of... I think this is maybe the last, or one of the last music episodes we did with Nick. And then, of course, there were the, there were the episodes from the 60s, uh, into the 70s with Martin and then Lee and I talked about um, some of the music from the, the later 90s so and uh, well we expect to hear more from Martin and hopefully Lee in 2022 because there's still plenty of years to discuss um, then uh, episode 408 um, we had quizzes with Callum and uh, uh, there were also Sutton Park clips we had a chat in episode 409 with Toppy and Nick, which I think, uh, yeah, those two don't get to talk to each other that often. So I think, in fact, that might be the first, one of the first times, um, um, certainly for a whole episode. So we ought to have a, a clip from that. And um, no, I, 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 as I say, I think my earliest memory is just short of that, actually, 70. I remember being very small and being on the London Underground. I remember looking up at the light. And I also remember my, I've seen, I've always told myself, I remember my second birthday, again, being very small, surrounded in uh, wrapping paper. I also remember being in a, in a pushchair 
and finding and being very cozy when on a rainy day and you know, it had the, the sort of um um, oxygen bubbly kind of <laughs> the thing that they put across, you know, the, the see-through thing. Mm. That, and uh, I remember being very cozy. But that's interesting, Nick, because my memories begin at that age too, and mm. I just figured that's the way it was with everybody. And I learned slowly that most most people don't have memories at that age. No, they don't. This is it. I, my friend Louise, I, I um, of one of the extras we did on the DVDs with the acting. And um, I sat her down to talk about things, and she has she doesn't seem to have any memories prior to ten, you know. And I think, whoa, you know, I've got tons and tons of stuff for going back from when I was two. Mm-hmm. And, um, it's I, I just uh, yeah, it, it's weird, isn't it, when you realise that actually people haven't got that ability to kind of well you know that it's it, things ha- just haven't stuck my, my mum um, always my mum always says oh you've got a good memory to me and, and i don't think i have but then that's because i've got you as a friend who's got a much better memory well, than right. me so <laughs> so maybe i have better memory than my mum well, <laughs> i should have said we're into february by now and uh episode 410 was there's there's nothing quite like a good trip to pluto and that was uh, the turn of Ryan, and we went to Pluto. Yeah, and did quizzes about comic books. Uh, then it was our Valentine's special, Move Over Darling, Valentine's Day special 2021. Bettina came visiting, hoping to... Uh, well, she, she wanted to meet August Evans. Obviously, August Evans, as we know used to be Damius Twinklehorn, her, her ex fiance and she was hoping to kind of trigger his memories and get back w- together with him. I mean, maybe not all in one episode, but she was hoping to start the process. And, I mean, it hasn't been um, altogether unsuccessful, but we, we should definitely have a clip from this episode. Uh, here we are. Um, August... Uh this is uh, Bettina. Um, yeah, uh, she's here for uh, a portrait sitting. Oh, oh yes. Oh, uh, uh, hello. Oh, uh, have we met before? <laughs> Darling, it, 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 it's, it's possible. Oh, it's just that your face looks familiar. Are you sure you've never sat for one of my portraits before? <laughs> no, darling. No, no, I, I haven't, but... Uh, <laughs> yes. Well, you just come and sit over here. Uh, I'll just do a sketch to start with. Uh, okay. Uh, how long have you been painting? How long have I been painting? Uh, oh, 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 for years. For years. It's fine. Okay, darling. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, just over here, Bettina. Yeah, uh, uh, tea and coffee's just coming, and, uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, um, yeah, yeah. Oh, good, and biscuits, I hope. Now let me see. Um, yes, just, uh, just getting myself prepared. Then episode 412 was Movie Time, a trio of years in film. And uh, we did uh, 1967, 1975 and 1983. And then... Our Fabulous Correspondence in Berlin was episode 413. This is when I got to talk to my old friend Andrew, uh, who lives in Berlin with his daughter, and uh, we talked to her as well. I was hoping we'd get them back 
again this year, but but that's not happened. But maybe maybe it will happen again in twenty twenty two. We'll have a we'll have a we'll have a little clip from that one. Yeah, I haven't I haven't watched everything that we recorded yet because it's all been digitised and I'm kind of it's difficult to know where to start. So I just dip in and and uh, but I, I did find an episode we did one one summer's day in nineteen ninety three uh, four where we got very very wet in because um, we went for a walk into the woods and then it poured with rain even though it was summer and mm-hmm. um, I think it. I think it helped our acting because there was a there was an yeah. edge of uh, hysteria because we were soaking wet. But, uh. There was always a tension between us, Paul, because we had different aims. I think I wanted to kind of make sure we covered a distance or got to where we were going. Yes, we were always well, making films, which kind of <laughs> they don't look, they're not compatible, really. <laughs> no, um, particularly, yeah, particularly that. Well, I, I think we managed to achieve both our goals. Yeah, I mean, the time we got soaking wet that that was a day a day trip. So, but I think that is definitely the case when we were doing our very very. Sorry, Dee the cat's arrived now. Uh-huh. Um, hi, Dee the cat. Uh, you're sitting in front of my microphone. I can't see the screen. Sit down. Yeah, sit down. Please, please Hello. sit down. Dealey is um, Dealey is probably asking you questions as well. Um, yeah, yeah. But, uh, he's uh, he's sixteen and a half. Which, uh, yeah, Hannah wants to say that um, when I took her walk walking in Wales, that she also got very wet, and I think she's <laughs> she wants to make a point that maybe it's my fault that. <laughs> this is the kind of thing I do to people. Because we were walking through some extremely wet ferns. Yeah. Because there were a lot of sheep around there. Yes. And it was very wet, so I was wearing waterproof trousers. Mm. And it just started pouring. Oh, dear. And we had to stop. <laughs> Everyone got soaking wet because I had to put on my raincoat. And <laughs> Everyone was so wet. And then he got a bit annoyed that we had to stop. <laughs> Everyone was like literally soaking wet. When we arrived at the hotel that we were staying in, we were when we got into the room, I could see behind us. I would like left a trail like a puddle (laughs) front door because that's how wet we were. I tried my best to give everyone a good experience, but you know. Um, then episode 414 was Shy Chatterbox for February. Then we had Paul and Martin versus the big hits of 1966. And then A Sleepy Morning for Shy Yeti. Uh, I think we had a few guests and um, I was being lazy. We were in lockdown, of course, again around this time. So I was working from home at this, at this point. Then we had uh, episode 417... Shy Yeti and the Return of the Comic Book Kid. Um, we went to Saturn for a comic mart. Uh, Brian and I and, you know, Yeti Uncle John was mischievous, uh, as usual. I've got a couple of outdoor camellias, which should bloom. They're, they're in quite quite uh, reasonable-sized buds now. Um, and then it would be mostly the daffodils, because we've got lots of different types small ones big ones white ones narcissi type jonquil type 
trumpet type and so the the flowering season can last quite a long time actually you know there'll be there'll be daffodils out for the last for a good month if not five weeks so that'd be nice and the crocus are out as well now in fact they're nearly going over and the primroses of course we've got loads of uh, um as you as you remember loads of primroses that just self-set mm. uh, like a carpet of of the uh flowers so that sounds good. nice to you still might come and visit yeah, they can sniff around the garden <laughs> i don't think that our three will be very happy the girls won't be happy <laughs> oh well, if a dilly would be carried like a Beth's, baby Beth's not happy because we realized so her favourite place to sleep is 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 a beanbag in the study. That is her place. Nobody else sleeps there, and she sleeps there every night. But oh dear, the beanbag was on the floor. So I think I think she fell out of it last night, yeah. and I haven't seen her get back into it today. So um, she may be trying to. We'll have to search the house because she'll be in, but she'll have found another or a, a really good hiding place. So. Mm. It's all go there, deals. It's nearly as mad a house as it is here. <laughs> then we had an LP a day keeps the librarians at bay. Uh, we talked to Andy Priestner uh, from Oh So Many Podcasts. And uh, we talked about music. Hopefully we'll do so again, but I know he's working in Sweden at the moment. So I don't know if he's even available for podcasting. But uh, uh, But this was fun. It was probably the best subject that we could have talked about together, music, because uh, uh, he knows so much about TV. People say I know a lot about TV, but I don't know a lot compared to most of my friends, or most of my TV-liking friends. Um, So, yeah, we'll definitely have a clip from this. I was a big big fan of Pulp, probably as much as... Okay, so so my my wife's a big fan of Pulp, and she she was there at Glastonbury when he, you know he did that stance mm. that that at the end of Common People when they did the main yeah. stage, and so she was always going on about that constantly. I was there, I was there. It's like okay, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but um, from around that time, my favourite band was probably the Wanna Dies. Do you know the Wanna Dies? Yes. Yeah. 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 I think I've seen so, I think I've seen them live actually. <laughs> Yeah, I did. I yeah. yeah, Alex went. Alex was with me, and she went to from my podcast. I my, my sister. Um, mm. She was in the mosh pit at the front, and I was like, "No, that looks terrifying." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. I didn't, didn't like going too close. Although, although when I saw Pulp in Birmingham in '95, I was un, 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 surprisingly right at the front. Um, so, which was which was a cool place to be. Um, yeah. But uh, usually, I didn't because it was oh, too rough. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, did you go to many? sort of gigs around that time so um yeah because we were in oxford at that point so the zodiac which was quite a good place so we saw quite a few things there but that was also around the time that i got with marisa and we went to glastonbury for three three years in a row Mm. and that was very much more her she was much more muso and indie pop Mm. well not indie pop indie and i was more like i like indie pop and i was like well i'll go but we'll go to different stages so she'd be watching I don't know, Super Fairy Animals or mm. Smashing Pumpkins, and I'd be at the, at the other stage watching Kaniki. Mm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and it would be like, and I don't care. Yeah. Uh, this is what I like. <laughs> then we had, what will people think? Uh, this is when we, when we got to hear what was in people's minds, got to hear what they were thinking. It was, it was quite fun. 
then things are going to get better. It's 1994. Now, this must have been the last episode we did with Nick about music because, uh, yeah, we should definitely have a clip from this as it's the end of an era. So our next number one um, is, again, I don't hate this song, but it, it just never really excited me very much. It's another number one for Take That. In fact, I can't remember if it could be their... I can't remember if it was their first number one. Um, it was from their second album, and it was the fifth single. So maybe they probably already had a number one before now. But um, uh, a lot, most of their songs seem to do pretty well. Um, everything changes... Um, I think this That's is the one. Then right. they didn't, didn't Keith used to sing uh, "Everything Changes" uh, at you or something. At you, yes, that's right. Yeah. Um, and I, I think I'd probably prefer because take that sort of came back around like late noughties and um, I think I prefer the, and they've been together ever since in one form or another. I think I prefer a lot of this songs from that era i think it's probably more that i just didn't really like boy bands in this period so uh, whereas now they're not really boys anymore they're more they can be i can look at take that now just as a band sort of thing um uh, they're not being marketed, yeah. they're not being marketed as sex symbols where which they were back um um back in 94 uh we had talked about doing further years together but uh I, I already sort of knew that Lee was up for talking about it and and, and Lee, you know, he knows a lot about music and whereas Nick was beginning to struggle, which he admitted to, it, it was fine. But, uh, I mean, you know, we've got Nick for lots of other types of episodes. So Then we had Yeti Hugs and Other Horrors. Oh, by the way, we're well into March. We're, we're nearly out the other side of March at this point. Yeti Hugs and Other Horrors was one of my poetry books. And, uh, yeah, we did a special episode, 10th anniversary episode for that. Then we had Shayati King of Libraries, kind of ironic, seeing as... Uh, whether the, I don't know whether you know this or not. I don't work in libraries anymore. In fact, I'm not working at all at the moment due to, due to health and uh, all sorts of things and basically trying to make a break from that, that college because of Control Incorporated running it. But I don't know if we've discussed this or not yet properly. It's been mentioned a few times. I don't know if we've gone into it a lot. Trying to keep my head down at the moment and just be glad that I'm not there. But anyway, so kind of ironic that there was an episode, Shiety King of Libraries. Um, anyway, it was an April Fool's episode anyway. There's a funny bit with Ryan at, near the end. I think I should probably put a clip of that. Oh, April Fool! Oh, it's April Fool! Uh, April Fool, Paul. April Fool! Uh, what did you guess? Um, I... Uh, quite some time ago. Uh, uh, I was just playing along because I knew that it was all a joke. I think that's part of me that likes the idea of being king of libraries. Um, still. Oh, who's out of the door? Uh, I'll go and have a look. Who could it be? <laughs> not expect anyone. Uh, we're not really supposed to have people around at the moment, still, are we? Uh, no, I didn't think so. You all right, Paul? Uh, I, well, you seem quite sort of... I was expecting you either to be cross or to not believe that it was a joke. No, 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 it's fine. You've tried this before, so I was expecting it. I'm always expecting it. It's fine. As much as I would have liked to have uh, been the King of Libraries, I, I also know there's no such thing. At least, nothing I could find. 
to Google it. There was a moment or two where I uh, I hoped, but... Uh, oh, dear, poor Paul. Sorry, sorry, mate. <laughs> yeah, sorry, sorry, Paul. You're not upset, are you? No, I'm not upset. Uh, uh, guys, guys, um... um uh, there's the, the something... There's a lot of them outside. Uh, apparently they want to see the King of Libraries. Uh, yeah, it's very funny, Cromarty. No, no, Paul, these are your groupies. They, they want to speak to you. <sighs> I don't have groupies. Come on, guys. We we, we now know that uh, uh, none of this is, is real, that it's a joke. So t- time, time, to, time to finish, I think. But, Paul, there are people outside. Well, when they say people, are you being serious? People outside? Yes, Paul, they've read the, uh, the article. They saw the article. They saw your face. It's all over social media. But, but that was part of your joke, wasn't it? Yes, yes, the fake website. Well, I guess it, 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 was, it was live, but it, was, it wasn't a real site. Oh, dear. Who's got to publish that? Uh, well, I did post it around a few uh, social media sites just, you know, to give it a bit more credence and stuff. Oh, Martin. <sighs> well, well, I'm just going to have to go and speak to these people and tell them that I'm not really King of Libraries and that it was all a joke. Um, are you sure this isn't a joke? Are you sure you didn't set this up, Paul? No, no, I didn't. Oh, dear, oh, dear. <laughs> Come on then, I'd better go and speak to these people. Uh, um, yeah, the thing is that they're not people. What? Who are they then, if they're not people? Uh, well, you see, they're, they're shelving imps. Shelving imps? Oh, God, not shelving imps. Uh-oh. Oh, dear. Oh, no. You need to find They're coming in. Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh, damn, ouch. Oh, 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 no, how are we going to get rid of them? Uh, I'm sure uh, somebody will say this. Somebody will say this, I don't know about that. I've got plenty of books and, and DVDs and stuff in this flat. They'll probably think this is a library. Oh, dear. Oh, oh dear. Oh, we've never started this now. Or maybe you'll learn next time with your Uncle John. Oh, dear. What's going on? I can see a shape at the window. Have no fear, it is I, Ryan, here to save the day. Stand back, foul beast! Oh my goodness. <laughs> Give him a good punching. Stop it. Uh, then we had episode 423, this is, we're into April now, Looking In on Looking with Paul and Nick. We talked about Looking and we had some particular additions. 
to discuss. Um, I think we've missed a month with Chatterbox at this point. I don't think we did a March one. This one might have been recorded in March, but not edited until April. It's our springish special. Um... Can I tell you something I just discovered randomly on YouTube here in America? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, an old, I don't, I'm not sure of the year, but it was black and white video, and it was a series from the UK, uh, The Invisible Man. Are you guys aware of this? Deborah it, it, Watling. Ah, uh, yes, I remember. Oh, is it the David, David McCallum version? Uh, McCallum. Well, that's color, isn't it? Yeah. Well, the David McCallum version (laughs) was a a brief thing here in America, which I remember vividly because I watched it. (laughs) Uh, it You remember the Gemini Man as well, don't you? Then old Ben Murphy. But but this was this was black and white video from the UK, and it was the Invisible Man, and they had very practical special effects to show the presence of the Invisible Man. Um. And I've just seen like six episodes of it. Recently. I think, I, think that, I don't know anything more I, I about do, it. I do think that um, it was may have been repeated, like on late on, on late night back back in the eighties when I used to set the video for all sorts of things. Um, if it's the series that we th- we think it is, it it was um, it was aired from September nineteen fifty eight to July nineteen fifty nine, uh-huh. and um, one of the little she would have been a little girl in it. Is played by an actress called Deborah Watling, who we know as being uh, one of Patrick Troughton's companions in Doctor mm-hmm. Who. Kaiser Pudding Girl. Yes, that yeah. we mentioned earlier. Yeah. So creep, spooky. Um, but yeah, there were two seasons, and I have uh, them. They, they are, they are, they were released by. Was it Network? I think it's a Network one. So the only thing it. I can think of when I think of that series but i don't think i've ever seen a full episode there's just a picture of debbie watling holding the hand of the invisible man and there's this sort of overcoat (laughs) with no head yeah Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. and very long arms (laughs) i I guess it partly exists because it's an itv show and they seem to look after their things much better (laughs) Um, i think it's an itc uh i think it's it's uh, possibly on film i think that's possibly why it survives more than anything Mm -hmm. um because itv actually were notoriously bad weren't they in the 60s and 70s keeping their videotape stuff so yes then we had yeti uncle john magpie fans here this is when yeti uncle john before he was in shame jail and he um, decided to be a, a magpie fancier rather than a pigeon fancier. Probably have a listen to a clip of that. Oh, here we go. Oh, here, here we go. Listeners, uh, here we are. We've got the birds in front of us. They, they look uh, wonderful, yes. What wonderful costumes. Uh, um, the, how many are there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten... 11, 12, 13. Oh, it's Uncle John. 13, it's an unlucky number. Yes, very unlucky. Oh, well, you know, uh, I got a dozen, but, I, you know, it was, a, it was a sort of buy one, get one free situation. <laughs> dear, oh dear. Well, uh, I, I guess we, we needn't uh, fixate on the number of magpies that you've got for your display, but... Uh, um, we'll hand it over to you. 
thank you, yes. Uh, so, uh, birds, um, uh, if you're ready, uh, they're going to do a, a sort of, uh, yeah, little, um, little display that I taught them. Yeah. Great, great, okay. Yes, yes. Uh, birds, if, you, if you'd like to start uh, now. Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Yes, yes, up into the sky. Wow, wow. It's amazing <laughs> that they're doing a display. Wow, you've done this really quickly, uh, Ilya Uncle John. How did you teach them so many tricks so quickly? Well, uh, well I'll have to admit that uh, they did come partially trained. In fact, this was something that they already did before. I, you know, I, I can't take all the credit or any of the credit. Or any of the credit, yes. But I was very lucky, you know, to get a good price for them. Yes, well, um, I don't know that I'm fully behind all this. I, I, well, I guess you know what you're doing, and I guess, you know, you wouldn't have them if you weren't allowed to have them. I got them from a dealer, a legitimate dealer. All right, well, they're doing a wonderful display. Um, maybe you'll get them to sing next time. Yes, I'm not quite sure what a... A magpie sounds like when it sings. They're quite noisy birds, aren't they? Sort of making a noise is what you associate with magpies. Not really singing a song, but uh, I guess they must do. Yeah, gosh. If you've got John, it's going to be a bit cloudy over there. I think it's going to rain or, or, or something. Uh, or maybe even thunder. There really are black clouds. Yes, yes, if you've got John, maybe you should get them in. Yes, I... I think that uh, possibly uh, we'll get soaked if we stay here much longer. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe call them in, did you, Uncle John? Uh, yes, I'll, I'll, I'll call them in. Uh, yeah. What's wrong? Uh, nothing, nothing. Uh, uh, yeah. It's Uncle John. Something's wrong. What, what is it? Uh, well, uh, you see, I, I, I did the bit where they go up and they go out to do their display. But I haven't actually practised calling them back in again. I thought they'd just kind of finish when they were done, if you know what I mean. Well, it seems like they're just doing the same display and, uh, you know, um, continuously. Uh, yes, you you could be right. Oh, dear. Uh, uh, so you don't know how to call them back? Well, I know in theory how to call them back, so I'll, uh, I'll, I'll just go and do that. I'm sure it'll be fine. Uh, uh, magpies, come back down again. Come, come home. C- c- come home. Oh, blimey, what's going on? I hope it'll work. They do seem to have stopped doing the formation. Oh, yes, yes. Uh, I'm sure they'll come back in a minute. I don't know, something's a bit odd. Yeah, they're kind of hovering above you, Uncle John. And they're making quite a noise. Yes, I would like to look at this. Uh, c- come in, magpies, come in, my birds, c- come home, c- come home, why are you staring at me like that, P- please, uh, what, what's going on, oh, please, oh, oh no, stop it, oh, dear, oh, ow, oh, dear, oh, ouch, get off, oh, ouch, oh, ow, oh, no, no, get off, oh, you're tickling, oh, no, ouch, oh, ow, ow, oh, dear, oh, dear, Oh dear. Oh dear. 
Oh gosh, I think we're going to have to help him. Come on, come on, everybody. Let's go and help him. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Uh, then we had Hello and Goodbye to the Big Hits of 1967. That was that, that with Martin. Martin Holmes, of course. Not Martin. Not Sniffy Martin. Then we had Heading Off to the Open Universe University. That was an episode with Troby and Lisa. Um, and we, yeah, we, we we haven't really got much further with, with that yet. Although now I'm not working, I can focus on it more. Yeah, the Open Universe University, I think that'd be a good idea with us all teaching lessons on our specialist subjects. Uh, Lisa's was history, uh, Troby's was science, and, and mine was mine was chocolate bars. Yeah. So, uh, Lisa, would you like to continue with your history lesson, please? Yes, I, that would be a pleasure. Um, we're going to move on a little bit now from Henry the First to um, Edward the Second who became king in 1307. So we've now moved on to the 14th century. And Edward II was the son of um, Edward I, unsurprisingly, who is also known as Edward Longshanks or the Hammer of the Scots. And this is because um, when he was king, the Scots were quite rebellious. So he kept having to go and put down rebellions. And he is... Um, shown on screen in the film Braveheart, played by Patrick McGurn, uh, putting down the revolt by William Wallace, played by Mel Gibson. And I don't know if you remember, we, we once visited the Tower of London and one of the beef eaters was very scathing about the film Braveheart because I think a lot of American tourists kept asking me about William Wallace and was he, was, did, you know, was he executed here and all that sort of stuff. But uh, Edward II was um, probably not the best king. Um, he didn't possess any of the characteristics that a chivalrous or king should have. So he wasn't very good at fighting. He liked swimming, which apparently was considered unhealthy because he was communing with water, which at that point you couldn't drink because it was full of dirt and things <laughs> dirty um, water yeah so they used to drink beer instead of water because it got boiled up so could you swim in beer then would that have been better i think that would have been deemed quite unusual as well oh. so yeah a swimming pool full of beer i wouldn't yeah. say no to that no so he had several male favorites um leading to the rumor that um because obviously at this point not liking women was considered to be against the will of God so that was considered not to be good and he was disposed disposed he wasn't disposed he was kind of disposed he was deposed by his wife Isabella and her lover Roger Mortimer and it is rumoured that uh, he was killed in Barclay Castle I mean he was he was killed in Barclay Castle but it was rumoured he was killed by the insertion of a poker into his bottom because it wouldn't show any signs because King's bodies were displayed after death so because nobody would think to look there so Miss, Miss, Miss Yeah, yeah Do they know whether it was a hot poker or a cold poker? Um, they believe it was a hot poker Okay, thank so, you Thank yeah. you Or several hot pokers That's a plant, isn't it? <laughs> 
There is a plant yeah, called a red hot poker. It wasn't the plant. It, it was wasn't an the plant. Bone it was, all right, just checking. Poker. Then we had August Evans Extraterrestrial Art Exhibition, episode four hundred twenty-eight. Uh, that was another one with Ryan. No wonder he's taking a rest. He's 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 got a sabbatical on Jupiter at the moment. Not that we can't get there. He forgets that. We've got a spaceship. He can never escape us. Um, but yeah, of course, we did put him through a few things this in these episodes. Um, then we had an episode called What Little Word Can Mean So Much. Uh, this was uh, like random words that um, we pulled from a hat or somewhere. And then Nick and I had to say what you know we associated with them. Um, that was it was a, a new idea. I think we did it a couple of times. Um, now we're into May. We've got Bettina's super-duper brand-new robot butler. Basically, Bettina was having a hard time of it during lockdown without her usual sort of staff. I mean, she lived in a big house. Half of it also is um, hired out to a charity who shows people around it. Um, and... Uh, but anyway, she wasn't able to have... She doesn't have... So she doesn't have masses of staff, but she has some staff, and she was having trouble. And so uh, Cuthbert came in and helped. And uh, it was... It, it, it was good. Hi, listeners. It's me, Paul the Shayeti. How are you doing? <laughs> I'm OK. Um, just, uh, just, just trying to get in touch with Bettina, actually. Um, yeah. Uh, not getting any reply. You try to call her, but uh, oh, just a, beep, that, beep, beep. That's a strange beep, noise. Beep, beep. Hello. Beep, beep, beep. Bettina, do pray answer phone service. Cuthbert, the robot speaking. How can I help? Cuthbert, oh, it's you. Hi. Oh, hello, Paul. It is you. How are you? I am fine, thank you. Good. It is good to hear from you. Are you uh, <laughs> are you taking Bettina's phone calls now as well? Paul, I am. Yes. <laughs> I hear you've been doing lots of housework. I have. Indeed. Indeed. I have. It is really most enjoyable. Yes. Well, yes. I knew you'd enjoy it. Yeah, but... Is Bettina actually there? She is not currently in the room. Paul, no. I have not seen her in some minutes now that you mentioned. You've not seen her? What do you mean you've not seen her? She's gone for a walk or something? She does not appear to have taken a walk. No, Paul. Well, isn't that a bit strange? Um... She's not gotten a taxi, or uh, somebody's not come and picked her up or anything? No, Paul. My records no? suggest that she has not left the um, building. Is there any way you can trace her? Maybe she's... I don't want to be an alarmist, but what if she's fallen, or, or what if she's... Well, I don't know. There is nothing to suggest that she is hurt, although her heartbeat has increased. She's in the garden. I have not buried her in the garden. No, Paul, I have not yet begun my gardening chores. No, not in the garden. I don't mean that. I don't mean she's digging... I don't mean she's dug a hole. No. He, he's offered his services to go back there since. I don't know. I think he does still nip back there. Um, I think his Cuthbert is equal to about... To a whole team of uh, of cleaners, but uh. then we had another episode with Ryan uh, called "Getting Comic" with Jay and Ryan. That was nice to get Jay on the show and Ryan at the same time because they both know about comics and like comics, and uh, uh, that that was good. I just I sat there and let them talk. No, I I asked questions. 
what I am curious about is do you have do you have a favorite comic book, Jay? Uh, like a particular issue, or you mean, uh, or just a title? Uh, let's go series. Um, well, probably my very favorite um, was the Mandrake and Ostrander uh, Ostrander uh, uh, series of the Spectre. Oh, um, the Spectre is probably my third favorite DC character, but he's not used very often anymore. He's too powerful. <laughs> yeah, yeah kind of a yeah. Um, so, but but overall, I'd probably. I'd probably still go with Batman as my, you know, my favorite. Um, I have always had a thing for Vampirella comics, um, which isn't part of any of the, you know, the main, the big two or anything. Um, and she's switched. She's been with a couple different um, publishers. Yeah, but she's with Boom Studios right now. Yeah, but I've always liked that character. That surprises me, if I'm being perfectly honest. <laughs> in a good way? <laughs> what I, about I, I can't honestly say, like, working in a comic book store, I can't honestly say I know anybody who buys Vampirella for the story. And you didn't yeah. take me, and you don't strike me as a boobs man. <laughs> no, well, yeah. <laughs> no, but I've always been a fan. I mean, the skimpy outfit and the, and the boobs aside, it's um, especially the more violent issues of it. I, you know, anything we're like, I like the those comic book representations of like hell or hell like creatures from hell and things like that. Uh, so I always found her interesting because she's basically using her, you know, she's she's one of the she's like the people she fights, but she's not, you know. So then we had Shush, it's oh so Britpop, the big hits of nineteen ninety five. That was an episode. That was an episode with Lee, who's been on the show before, talking about music, and uh, and this sort of yeah followed on from where we left off with Nick last time. Then we had um, a Eurovision history lesson from the UK. That was with Martin Holmes and I talking about all of the songs and it from the point of view. I think we've talked about the winners of Eurovision Song Contest before now, or I have, or or, or we have, or something. But, but we've never actually talked about the songs that the UK have released, uh, including all the ones that didn't do very well, or didn't do so well, or the ones that were almost big, but, yeah, missed out. Yeah, I think that was Nick and I we talked about Eurovision, Eurovision winners, um, a while, you know, a year or two ago. And, and this was sort of from a UK perspective. Uh, then we had episode 434, Chai Yeti the Secrets of the Dice. Now... This is where sort of the start of, well, things with Yeti Uncle John ending up in shame jail happened. This was the straw that broke the camel's back because he'd done so many other things. Um, but, yeah, the dice sort of sent him a bit loopy, uh, Yeti Uncle John. Yeah, he got fixated because there was um, there was a way that uh, the dice could predict things that happened to you or something. I, I can't remember quite how it worked, but there, then there was a way of doing it where it would read your future and that's what sent him loopy then we had happy fifth birthday shy life little show that was at the end of may hi listeners it's me um now for this uh well it's quite a special episode and we've got a guest here who we haven't spoken to for a while i don't think she even knows how special this episode is yet but um it's beth from work hi beth from work Hi, Paul. Hi, listeners. How are you doing? Uh, we're good. Um, now, I, I need to tell you why this episode is special. It's because 
This episode will be going out as part of our fifth anniversary episode. So we've been doing the show for for five years and 435 episodes, something like that. And um, so yes, um, it, it, I, I thought it was it would nice to be able to speak to you and have you on this special episode. Well, thank you for having me. And hip hip hooray, five years. That is a milestone. That is wonderful <laughs> news. And thank you listeners for tuning in each week and listening to the episodes and just thinking about the things that we talk about and the things we say. So we celebrate you and thank you for being here because if it was not for you, then there would be no show. There'd be no listeners. So hip hip hooray. Thank you. It, it, uh, doing the show definitely can be busy during lockdowns. I, I still released as many episodes as as, as usual, um, but it was never a chore. It was always it was always a good way of, of escaping into uh, a little podcast world. And, uh, but yeah, one, one of the things I have missed, and, and another reason this is special, this is one of the first times I've recorded outside for more than a few minutes uh, since about last summer, um, because I don't have sort of very many areas I can go to when we're in lockdown um, I don't have a back garden um, uh, my front yard is right by, by the railway station so that's noisy um, so yeah I, I think last summer in my, in my, on my summer holidays the one place I went was some woods near my house and I recorded in them and, and this is possibly now today the first time I've recorded outside um, for, for um, a while because so, we're sort of at the moment we're edging out of um, the lockdown um, but yeah but who knows who knows hey hey <laughs> if you go down the woods today I'm sure you see someone <laughs> so maybe going down the woods today yeah. Yeah. you might see Paul <laughs> I've gone away I don't know if I can run very far these days <laughs> Then we had Shaiyuki's further random words with Nick. As I think that was our last episode of May. No, it wasn't. No, we had one more. The last episode of May was Shaiyuki and Martin versus the big hits of 1968, um, which was a year we'd done a little bit about when Nick and I had done an episode about our birth years. Um, the first episode of June was Shaiyuki and the Intergalactic Quiz League. Uh, Ryan was back for that. Then we had Autograph Hunters Anonymous, Tales of the Stars. That was an episode that Nick did with his friend John. That was one of two episodes that Nick took over. Uh, it's, it's always good when Nick takes over an episode. Um, it, there's one thing that always interests me in, in, in the sort of um, t- times where we've met famous people and it's been slightly awkward. Also at the close, um, <laughs> years and years ago, was uh, Lena Brossiter. Oh, yeah. Lena Brossiter was that I think it was he just done he just finished um the first series of Reggie but hadn't gone out but I, I knew him from Rising Down this is about 1976 yeah. um and you, you kind of think oh, is she off to telly but the first person I met was famous person I met was Don McLean from oh, wow. um Cracker yeah, Jack. Yeah, Cracker Jack. yes he was he he came along to a toy shop. I, I can't remember. There were two toy shops in the 70s in, in Salisbury. One of them was Playbox 2000. The other was Joyland. And I think it was Playbox 2000. Um, but, yeah, he came along He was um, with this megaphone I seen from him. I can't remember why. but um, And he was a lot of fun and very natural bloke. And I just thought, 
wow, if he decides to stay and work in the shop, he won't appear in Cracker Jack. You know, I was kind of, <laughs> in my four-year-old mind, was kind of thinking, if, if this happened to them, that happened to him, he, he, he wouldn't appear on telly. It would kind of, I'm trying to make the connection, you know. So the, I've never actually met anyone famous like that on before. Woo! <laughs> I've only ever had kind of two really, well, not really embarrassing, but only kind of two things where I've been a bit, and one was I went and interviewed Sarah Douglas, who I had a terrible crush on. Um, she was the female villain in Superman 2. She was Ursa. That's, that's right. She's very tall, um, which was not something that I kind of knew. And I'd gone out to interview her and I just didn't know what to say. And I was getting hotter and hotter and hotter. And we sat in her in her cottage and her mother was bringing out cups of tea and, and there was, I'd gone with a couple of other people and um, I just didn't know what to say. I was just so shy. And then she started, you know, she started talking to me and just saying, would you like to ask me about? And I said, mm, yeah, which, which made a really bad radio interview because like it was supposed to be me asking her questions. Why did this happen? And she was just going, and then what would you like to ask me about? And I thought, oh, this has gone terribly. And then at the end of it, after we'd drunken tea and eaten her biscuits, we had these terrible pictures of this woman that I'd, I'd really had a crush on for years and me just just sweltering, uh, kind of going, huh. <laughs> then we had Swan Flew Over the Magpie's Nest. That was the continuing story of Itty Uncle John's... Um, uh, mission to be a magpie fancier. Then we had elementary dear listeners reading the detectives. That was a um, that was a chat I did with Martin Holmes about detective fiction, and we sort of did did a, a sister episode about we talked about books, and then I talked to him for Vision on Sound about detectives on TV who come from books. Uh, so yeah, we recorded those around the same time. Then. Episode 442, Shayeti's Home Sweet Home. Uh, that, that was Nick and I talking about all the different places we'd lived. And, and uh, the, funny, the funny thing was, I think, that was that I did quite a lot of moving around when I went to university and then when I first started working after university. And then I moved into the house that I live in at the moment. And on the whole of that time, Nick, Nick had been living with his parents. Nick did a little bit of moving when he was younger. When he, uh, you know, when he was a child, he did move. Um, across town but uh, yeah as soon as I settled down and, and have been in the same house for the last 21 or so years Nick all his stories happened since then next up we had the day the donkeys came for tea that was about the donkeys that uh, we sponsor and um, when they came for tea basically that was uh, an interesting day you ought to hear something from that I think <laughs> oh, it's funny you say that, Ashley. Yes, um, I completely agree. Uh, I, I hope you're enjoying uh, the refreshments. <laughs> yes, yes, of course. Marvellous, marvellous. Uh, oh, hi, listeners. I'm just here with Ashley. Uh, uh, we're just uh, hanging out, uh, having some refreshments. Uh, it's all going very well so far. Yes, um... Uh, Zena is over the other side of the room. Um, I think uh, I, I, I ought to go and have a word. <laughs> uh, dear, oh dear. Uh, Paul, um, have you seen uh, Dealey? 
have a seen Dealey. He's quite upset. Is he? Why? Well, you know, I'm not sure he is enjoying having the guests in the house. Oh dear, I'll have to go and speak to him. Uh, Yeah, maybe you should do. Okay, have you seen yet Uncle John? I haven't, I'm afraid, no. Oh, right, never mind. <laughs> Listeners, um, I thought everything was going okay, but apparently Dealey's upset. Dealey? Dealey, what's wrong? Huh? What's wrong? Don't you like um, meeting your, your, your uh, whatever relative uh, they are to you? Uh, do, do you not enjoy that? <laughs> okay, well, they won't be staying for good. They're just coming to visit. They're lovely. They're really lovely. You should get to know them. They'll probably let you sit on their backs or something. Maybe maybe on their head. Uh, no, maybe not. Maybe I should encourage you. Just think about it and come out and meet them. All right? Come on, listeners. Let's go and meet Zena now. Zena, how are you? Uh-huh. Yes, yes. Uh-huh. Yes. Yes. It is the first time we've met face to face. Paul, are you just saying words? Uh, are you just pretending, or do you really understand them? I am. I do. I do sort of understand them. I did watch quite a lot of YouTube videos uh, with donkeys, and uh, um, I I kind of understand what they're saying to a point. Wow, Paul! I did not know. I thought Ike had wired you up with some uh, translation device. No, 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 no. Um, just just instinct, I think. Oh, Paul. You are marvellous. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Well, you know, um, it's 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 just a talent I seem to have. Then um, we hadn't done one for a month or two. Uh, episode 444, winter, late June. The unruly return of Shy Yeti's chatterbox. So did another chatterbox then. Then lost gems from the Matinee Minutia archives. That was stuff that Matinee Minutia had recorded and about films and um, I was in the chat room when they talked about them. I think this is for their like watch parties and uh, it was recordings they'd not, not used and it was an interesting sort of bits and pieces on films that they, they'd not talked about. So they, they said, do you want the recordings because I don't think we're going to be putting it out. And I took like bits from the recordings. In fact, I've still got uh, I've still got more recordings to use um, at, at, a, at a later date. Um, then we had one burp from death and other odd revelations. That was that was a big episode in that we we learnt about things that were happening to the regulars that um, have since sort of become very very uh, sort of important. Like that's when we found out it was pregnant, I think, and and all sorts of things like that. So yeah, big episode. Uh, all, all from a like a summer picnic. We're into the end of June now, and we've got Shaggy's fond farewell to the sixties, the big hits of nineteen sixty nine. That was Martin Holmes and I again. So our next number one was for five weeks. It was Honky Tonk Woman by the Rolling Stones. Ah. I know we don't always think of the Stones as being a singles act but that was one of the ones that, that uh, was released as a single um, although whether it was actually on an album whether it was mm. it was still doing that old thing of releasing an album and then having the single separately 
Um, I do. I, I must admit, I do like early Stone stuff. It's uh, it's you know, those hot rocks compilations mm. they did. They are they are very very good. It's like you, uh, as, as as the kids would have it today. Everyone a banger. <laughs> it, it's, banging um, tune, banging tune. Well, I'm probably showing you. <laughs> It, it, it was released as a single only release so um, <laughs> but I got it on an LP I think you'll find it's about 20 years later <laughs> yes yeah. then we had you can never have too much juicy gossip that was a sort of follow on from the picnic episode we, we found out even more stuff it sounds bad saying it's juicy gossip but uh, it's kind of Juicy gossip. Uh, then we had Regrets Etc. Part 1. Uh, Saison may regret. That was Nick and I talking about regrets or things that... Uh, what ifs. Although it says Part 1, I, I don't think we... I can't remember. Do we have a Part 2 episode that I've not released yet? I think I was just being fancy, making it sound... I mean, who's to say? We could. We probably could do a second episode if we haven't recorded one. Then episode 450... This is the middle of July. The high life for Robot Big Fatty. We found out we've been going with Robot Big Fatty, and I definitely need to have a clip from this. Very well, thank you. My, my, this place really is rather impressive. Uh, I know it is indeed, although I must say that I've quickly gotten used to it. You do look very at home, I must say. It's actually quite funny that you've shown up now. I was just on Zoom with Big Fatty. We'd almost finished, but you must say hello before he rings off. Oh, yes, of course. Hey, Big Fatty, how are you? Hi, Paul. It's great. Yeah, yes, yes, great to speak to you. How, how's it going? Oh, not too bad. I didn't know you and Robot Big Fatty were in contact. Hasn't he changed? I know it's been over a year since we last saw him, but wow. I've not heard from him uh, much since we did that ex- experiment together. Uh, he's uh, he's really done well for himself, hasn't he? Oh, excuse me. Yes, yes. But how? I mean, even his speech is different. He's living in this big house. It's incredible. Uh, oh, it's a mystery, no, and no mistake. Um, uh, try, uh, try and find an answer. That's all I can suggest. Well, look, I better go. Uh, uh, b- 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 yes, uh, look after yourself. Oh, yes, yes. Oh, oh, just a minute. I was going to ask you. Oh, he's gone. Uh, to, to see him, him uh, looking so well, Paul. Then we had... Are you ready for your close-up, Mr. Yeti, a trio of years in film? Two. That was Nick and I. We talked about 1965, 1979 and 1990. And, uh, yeah, I think that was... I think we did did three film episodes this year. Then episode 452, an episode off over at Round the Archives. Now, this was basically... Round the Archives were on hiatus at the time. And I was worried that there were some really good articles that we'd done for Round the Archives, Toppy and I, that... um, a, it would be nice to advertise 
about the archives on the Charlotte podcast. And B, it would be nice if people who maybe hadn't heard the Toppy articles got to hear them. So, um, so yeah, we basically made the episode up of those articles. Not every article that we've done. We may release some more, but some of them, I didn't want to release the ones that were kind of quite recent at the time. Then we have episode 453, Putting Your Clothes Back On For Charity. Uh, that's what we did. Well, last year, remember, we took our clothes off for charity. This year, we put them back on again. Then... The last episode of July was Shayati's Pi 48 live streaming event for 2021. Now we had some, that was Nick and I, we had some problems doing that episode because it was a bit, um, uh, well, problems with their tech, with our tech, I'm not sure. But we, we released the episode and also I patched it up a bit and added some extra material because we uh, ended up starting later because things were going wrong. But we had to stop around the same time because the next show needed to go out and... Anyway, so it's not exactly what went out live. A lot of what went out live would have been quite boring to listen to because of the problems. So, yeah, um, the podcast version is the far superior version of that episode. Okay, right. Two more questions. Question nine. Which Disney film had the tagline, one great, big, wonderful motion picture, The Little Mermaid, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves, 101 Dalmatians or Mulan chat room I mean sorry I shouldn't dictate do you want to ask the chat room yes let's ask the chat room okay uh, chat room do you know uh, which of those films had the tagline one great big wonderful uh, motion picture The Little Mermaid Snow White and the Seven Dwarves 101 Dalmatians or Mulan uh, you've got 20 seconds to, to give you a vote 101 Dalmatians says Toppy do you want to go with Toppy he's a wise wise man oh, yes yes we should go Toppy we'll go for the 101 Dalmatians right got a lot, one last question and then I'll find the results for you in the Harry Potter uh, series of books what make and model is the Weasley family's flying car let's ask the chat room they're better than Nick he uh, hasn't bloody asked me anything <laughs> we did ask you one um, <laughs> I knew, I, he hasn't asked me about the ones I knew oh well we didn't know which ones you knew well and I, you I wasn't allowed to tell you, you. I know, exactly it's very complicated this quiz um, yeah. I don't know that Nick knows a lot about Harry Potter to be fair uh, shake your head if you know lots about Harry Potter he doesn't know about lots about ask the chat room um, you see it's like I know you it's like I know you Into August, we have Shayeti's much-delayed trip home. This is when I got to uh, I got to go back to see my parents because when I, it was the same time the the live show was the same time as it was the first time I'd seen my parents since the pandemic started. So over like fifteen months or something. So we did a we did recording when I came home. Then we had uh, Yeti Uncle John Pro Gaming Champion. That was all about uh, Troby teaching Yeti Uncle John how to play Fortnite. One of the few things that he's done that uh, he hasn't f- made into a complete uh, dog's dinner, uh, or or worse, you know, playing Fortnite, he didn't end up conjuring up a demon or anything. So it's something that he could be allowed to do relatively safely. Oh, there's some money stuck in the wall. I don't know how that happened. Ooh, I'm build up to it. I found a blue chest. Right. A, a blue chest? Yeah. Is it attached to anyone? Or uh, No. No? 
you opened you the blue chest. What was in it? Anything good? It's a medical bag, actually. Oh. Or oh, there was a blue, a blue, a purple revolver. Okay. Or hand cannon. Um, I found a pistol, so I'm going to go in the um, in the toilet for a for a pistol practice. Right. Okay. If if there's a large explosion from inside the toilet, don't come running. I won't. Right. Ready. Oh, that that was that was a pathetically small pop. I, I I did not make a large noise in the toilet, so at least we haven't warned anybody to our to my presence. It's not the sort of present I uh, I look forward to. Yeah. Oh, there's something purple there. Can you grab hold of it? You like a fish instead? Oh, you've given me your small fish. Thank you. Yes. Well, that's that's very generous of you. Following that, we had Love Grows Where the Shayeti Goes, the big hits of 1970 with Martin Holmes. There we had the quiz-tastic return of comic book Ryan. So uh, we hadn't, I think we hadn't seen Ryan for a month or so. And uh, yeah, we, we did some quizzes and trivia. I can't remember if that's the last time he appeared to date. I, I, I would like to get him back on the show. I have asked him and he said he will, but we haven't managed to come up with a date. So you'll have to send in your fan mail. You know, now he's in Jupiter. We've got to get in a spaceship, and he isn't up for big journeys at the moment. I imagine, unless he gets himself a nanny, I imagine Eek's going to be quite busy. Probably going to be us babysitting aspect. Um, then episode four, five, nine, milestones in history with Paul and Nick. That was next up. Then we had happy tenth birthday to the vampire cows. Uh, we had three poetry episodes during twenty twenty one because I released three poetry books back in twenty eleven. So. Then we had a good time for a spot of quizzing with uh, Callum and putting the reboot on the other foot. We were discussing uh, different ways that the Charlotte podcast could reboot itself or revamp itself a bit before episode 500. Most of it in jest. Following that, we had another episode with Lee. Shite tells you what you want, the big hits of 1996. Our Our next number one for two weeks is, I think... We had them last year, but um, it's Robson and Jerome. Oh, with, God, were they still around? Yeah, What Becomes of the Broken Hearted, Saturday Night in the Movies, You Never Walk Alone, some, some sort of... They probably did some, sung them all and merged them all together into one. Into one big mega mix. I was going to mega mess, but... Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for the grannies. I still think 1996 is looking better than 1995 but uh, there is some hiccups but they're, um, they're not quite as as bad but uh, hopefully we'll get Lee back in uh, 2022 uh, we had hoped to do 1997 before the end of the year but this time has just passed us by then we had Yeti Uncle John's diceiest decision yet this is where things went really wrong with the dice and uh, hey, this is where he ended up in shame jail What's going on? What's, what are you two talking about? Oh, it's Uncle John. Uh, there you are. Now, now listen, this is going to sound bad, but it's nothing that we can do. We can, the, the, uh, you need to just stay here and accept your fate, and uh, we'll, we'll, we'll do our best to get you out of, out of the trouble. What, what are you talking about? 
it's a good one. It's because of what you did with the, the skateboard, um, uh, and the motorway, and 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 the, the whole. It's, it's just uh, somebody has told them, or they've uh, they've just found out. Maybe they're watching you or something. Who? What? What's going on? It's Uncle John. It's the shame inspectors. Um, now, uh, the, 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 they they've issued you a fourth strike, and, and you know what that means. What? Oh, for goodness, this is just some sort of, some sort of sick joke. No, no, it's not. We've just had them on the phone. We, we tried to uh, explain that, uh, uh, that that you are stressed. And we maybe we can speak to a doctor and, and say that you're not medically fit to, uh, to, to um, you know, uh, have to put up with, with uh, their punishment. Punishment? No one's going to punish me. Uh, well, you know what the shame inspectors are like. You know how much power they have. I'm sorry, Yeti Uncle John, there's nothing we can do. They'll be here any minute. I'm not sticking around. Oh, Yeti Uncle John, no, running away won't help. No, running away won't help. It'll probably give you a fifth strike, and then goodness knows what'll happen to you. Well, I'm sorry, I'm not standing here and waiting to... Oh, no, it's them. Oh, oh, please, Yeti Uncle John. Uh, now, just go quietly. What? What are you joking? This is ridiculous. Um, oh, we're just just cutting down the hatches. We're not letting them in. No, we have to let them in. It's the shame, inspectors. We we can't... Oh, please. It's nonsense. What are you talking about? Oh, I can't believe it. It's, it's dreadful. What's going on? Oh, Yeti Uncle John, Yeti Uncle John, please, please, no, no, no please. No, 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 no please, don't knock no, the door no, down. Please, no. and, uh, oh dear, oh dear, oh no, oh dear. Oh no, oh no, oh no. What is it, what is it? Then, this is the end of August, we had our farewell summer Chatterbox show. So, yes, another Chatterbox episode. And then uh, episode 466, our first episode of September, was catching up with the Matinee Minutia gang, where we talked about the films they discussed during their third season and what their hopes were for the fourth season, which is now well on its way. The next episode we covered, I was involved with this. Um, Howard and Maud from 1971. In fact, we uh, we we appeared at Farpoint Virtual Convention um, uh, talking about Howard and Maud, and I, I very much enjoyed going back to it, having not watched it for many years, and sort of couldn't believe that I hadn't <laughs> seen it again more because because it was so 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 good. Um, I, I sort of was surprised that I hadn't gone, been going back to it more regularly. Um, Mm-hmm. It's one of my all-time favorite movies that I'll I'll just go back again and again uh, to watch because of the performances and the message and the music and uh, uh, it really it's one of those movies that just it speaks to me as they say and uh, and this movie does um, and it's it's an it's an odd very odd comedy I would say dark comedy and but it really works for me and and i can never get enough of ruth gordon uh in the character of maud and bud court as as harold uh they both do uh 
I mean, they just they work this movie, and I think it's magic. I, I really liked uh, Ruth Gordon from um, Rosemary's Baby, and I, ha- I have her autobiography. Uh... Then we had Sniffy Martin's Big Confrontation. This is when um, Sniffy Martin confronted the person that he believed to be his birth mother. And then we had Nick's Family Film Night. This was another episode where Nick took over and his sister Jenny and brother-in-law Cliff and Ali, his wife, talked about favourite films and, you know, going to the cinema when they were younger. And uh, then we had episode 469, Meet Joe Bloggs. Now, Joe Bloggs was that mysterious guy who turned up to do some work down in the laboratory and who we discovered later had left some bugs controlled incorporated bugs so yes a very sinister uh, event um meeting joe blogs then we had martin holmes back for episode 470 50 years ago today the big hits of 1971 then we had shayeti in the really big problem Cromartie was doing experiments and i ate something that he'd experimented on and it made me into a giant that was embarrassing it's me paul I'm a giant. I'm a giant yeti. Oh, dear, oh, dear. My friend Milo would be very excited by all this. I have a friend who... who uh, uh, he's very into giants, and in better circumstances, I'd go and see him just to give him a bit of a thrill. You don't know Milo, it's fine. He's a lovely guy. Yes, just, just very much into giants. Um, Oh dear, oh dear. Um, I'm wearing a paper bag over my head, so I hope that uh, I'm not too muffled. Um, hiding behind a bush, but, well, quite honestly, um, uh, the, uh, if people saw me, they'd see me, if you know what I mean. But it's dusk out here, it's a little bit chilly, actually. And uh, um, I, I, I don't think there are many people about. I did see a dog walker, and I just froze. Uh, To be honest, the dog, he wasn't interested. He was much more interested in um, some ball that his owner was throwing him. But, uh, oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, I I don't know how much longer I'm uh, going to have to stay out here. I think I've stopped growing. I've stopped growing, but I'm I'm very big. I'm about the size of, well, I I could peer over the top of the N25 if I wanted to. But, well, I I didn't because I didn't want to cause an accident. Um... But yes, I, I, I'm at least as high as that. I don't know how high that is. Uh, like, uh, taller than the, the flats where I live. I couldn't get on a train. Trains look like, uh, like model train sets to me at the moment. Oh, oh God. Um, uh, I, 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 what a stupid thing to do. I shouldn't have eaten that tomato. Uh, I should have thought about it. It's not, wasn't a normal tomato. Uh, I, I feel stupid. I feel, I feel like, I feel like Yeti Uncle John. <laughs> oh dear, oh dear. Could have been more embarrassing, but they got me back to normal size. Although, yeah, I'm still experiencing issues due to that. But it was my own fault. I accept that it was my own fault. Um, then we have Yeti Uncle John's very many questions for Nick. This was Nick getting loads of questions. It was going to be 170, but we didn't get all of them. And some of them were repetitive or too American-centric that they wouldn't have worked with UK people. I didn't count how many we did, but there must be getting on for 100 questions that Nick answered. Maybe more, I'm not sure. That was all at 
linked supposedly to Uncle John doing his research for his biography that he is writing about the Charlotte podcast, which he's been working on in Shame Jail. Then we had the continued shame of Itty Uncle John. This is when Toppy paid a visit to Itty Uncle John uh, in Shame Jail. And uh, enough said about that. Toppy, wonderful to see you. Uh, uh, so, so glad we could arrange this. Well, I am too, but I got to tell you, uh, the security uh, that I had to get through oh. to come here and here and visit. I mean, it's a little. I mean, really, uh, Yeti Uncle John, oh. this is extreme yeah, shame jail. Yeah, I forgot to tell you not to uh, not to wear any nipple clamps or any you know uh, g strings or anything. Yeah. Sort of, uh, I hope it wasn't too uh, uh, probing. No, well, no. Uh, <laughs> no, <clears throat> I, I survived. Uh, but anyways, I'm glad. I'm glad I got through. Uh, uh, Yeti Uncle John, how are you? Oh, you know, I'm I'm, I'm keeping uh, I'm, I'm I'm keeping busy. Uh, yeah. I've, been pra- I've been practicing uh, my magic. Uh, I I've been pulling handkerchiefs out of people's noses and things mostly right. when they're sleeping uh, but uh, oh sleeping. well oh, all right yeah. uh, keep going i've got a nice i got a nice uh, cellmate uh but uh well when i say nice i mean he doesn't hit me or anything he, he, oh, gee, he, dear. And, and, and also um uh, you know if i if i share my sherbet uh, dib dabs with him he's uh, <laughs> He, you know, he, he he will even let me, uh, you know, just do, do try and saw him or pretend oh, to saw him with my right. pretend magic saw. Uh, well, that's interesting. Uh, Yeti Uncle John, is he making you his bitch? No, I'm sorry. No, let's not go there. Anyways, no, I don't want to know. Uh, uh, <laughs> it's okay. Oh, it's okay. No, he, 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 he's he, he, he's quite nice. He's okay. He, he, his name's Julius, and uh, Julius. Uh, yeah, and uh, orange I Julius. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I, uh, I, we don't talk about. We're not allowed to talk about what we because you know shame sort of falls under lots of things fall under shame. So we don't have to talk about our. Uh, about the individual reasons we're here, so we don't. Okay. It's all sort of, you know. But uh, yeah. you, got, you guys don't talk about. It, but between you and me, Yeti Uncle John, yeah. ha- 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 has this experience taught you anything? Uh, I've I've learnt my twelve times table, which you didn't know before, because Julius. What? Uh, when, well, when, when Julius is trying to get to sleep, he does he does his twelve times table backwards, oh. and it kind of sends him asleep. So, I mean, it usually takes two or three hours to get to sleep. So, oh. I've learned now. I know my twelve times table. So, oh. I have said to him, perhaps we to do eleven times table or thirteen okay, times well, table. I guess that's something. I. <laughs> I, I Then we had Shayeti's Abba Extravaganza, which came out at the start of October. By then, I hadn't heard the album. We haven't really talked about the Abba album. I'm, I'm sure we will at some point. Um, and I need to find somebody to talk to who I know has definitely listened to it. Uh, but we had heard two songs at that point, and it inspired us to look at a poll online 
Now, this was Yeti Uncle John and I mostly, but Martin Holmes came on for a little bit of a general ABBA chat. Then we had Yeti Uncle John's Great Escape, part one, followed by part two. We should definitely have a clip from that. Uh, Cuthbert, now, um, Yeti Uncle John has uh, had an accident in the spaceship and he's taken off and we need to contact him, but we can't. Ink's not well enough to help. Can you pinpoint him? Of course I can assist, Paul. This is a very important matter. Good boy, good boy, Cuthbert. Okay, right. Um, let's see what we can do. Um, let's try and send a message, all right? Please speak your message, Paul, and I will see that it reaches Ick's ship, where Yeti Uncle John can hear it. With a bit of luck, we may even be able to speak to him directly! Exclamation. Okay, you want me to speak? Yes, Paul, speak, speak now! Uh, calling at Uncle John. Calling at Uncle John in space. Can you hear me? Paul, Paul, is that you? Yes, Yeti Uncle John, it's me. I'm down in the laboratory with Cuthbert. Uh, Ick is, is, is quite ill. He needs the spaceship back. We need to get you back down here. Oh, Paul, yes, please. I don't like it up here. Yeah, well, be careful. Don't touch anything else. Don't touch any... I presume you pressed the wrong button or something. Yes, Paul, it was my fault. I thought I was closing the doors. Uh, dear old dear, what should I do? Well, Cuthbert is working out what you should do. Um, but we may be able to ask Ick... Um, but it's a long story. You just need to sit still and not do anything. Oh, Paul, I don't like it up here. Yes, I know, I know. We'll save you. We'll bring you home. Oh, the pain, the pain. Yeah, you haven't got any pain. Don't be dramatic. Oh, dear, oh, dear. We'll, we'll get you back. Cuthbert, please, what should we do? Please do not rush me, Paul. I am currently plotting a solution. Please be patient, exclamation. Oh, gosh, you've got to hurry. Please hurry, Cuthbert. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Don't rush him, Paul. I know, I know. I'm just worried that something bad will happen. I'm just worried that Yeti Uncle John won't be able to cope up there. Oh, please help me. Help me. I'm so sorry. I didn't mean to do this. Help me, please. 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 <sighs> what a nightmare. Then we had episode 477, Dealey Cat's 17th birthday surprise. It was a surprise for him, but there was a surprise for us as well. But thankfully, well, yeah... Well, we all know that Dealey is of another world, but, um, yeah, he got recalled up into space for some election. But he's still about. He still basically lives with us, but yeah, I'm, not, I'm not sure what the update on that is. He's still about, anyway. Then we have Robot Cuthbert's three more years in film, and um, I can't remember what years we talked about for that, but uh, then we had School's Out for Shy Yeti's Big Hits of 1972. Uh, that was with Martin... That was our, no, I think at time of recording that the 1973 episode might be going out before Christmas. Yeah, I won't talk about the really, really recent episodes because they've only just been released. But uh, then we had the unsavoury shriek of the Halloween fiend. That was our Halloween episode. They're supposed to be, I guess they're traditional Halloween creatures, perhaps in different parts of the world. Um... One of them is called an adlet. It says Inuit by it. I guess it may be um, sort of known in in that sort of community. Uh, yeah, like Inuit is is a, 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 the name of uh, some original people mm-hmm. in hmm, the Canada, I think, way up north. Yeah, I think. 
It says that an Adler is a human-dog hybrid with dog's legs and a human body. They were born to a woman that mated with a dog, according to a collection of Inuit tales and songs published in 1889 in the Journal of American Folklore. Um, My. Uh, it says the Adler had human bodies with hairy dog's legs, and they killed and ate their grandfather. Oh, just, just They all had the same grandfather, I don't know, after he murdered their canine father, according to the legend. Dear, oh dear this is quite one to start with. Deals, please... Hide your ears. Yeah, this is uh, yeah, this is some serious stuff here. Lots of little nice chats. Lots of lots of nice special guests. And then I did another bonus episode, Robot Cuthbert's Super Scary Sutton Park special. It took quite a big chunk of of Sutton Park, and Cuthbert sort of explained what was going on. And it it, it was a period where, well, rah, something really awful had happened in a house where I was living. And I was beginning to think that I was to blame for it. Uh, then we had Shiety's Muddy Autumn Rambles. That was our, well, walking in Richmond Park. I was walking near my home. The The end of that episode sort of fell apart a bit because I um, wasn't able to go for any more walks one way or another, but never mind. Then we had Yeti Uncle John's Notorious Shy Life Biography. When I got to read a first draft of what Yeti Uncle John had been working on. Yeah, put a stop to that, I can tell you. Then we had Shiety's slightly sluggish birthday bonanza. It wasn't that well during my birthday or around that time, but uh, um, we still released an episode. <laughs> uh, uh, Toppy, is that, is, is, that, is that you? Hi, it's me, Paul, again. Sorry, is it late? Uh, yeah, I was asleep. Well, oh, Paul, what's going on? I, I don't think it's zombies, but no. I think it might be ghosts. Because I, I went downstairs and the cellar door, although it was locked before, it was now open. I don't, okay. Only ghosts can open locked doors. Uh, um, I, uh-huh. I don't want to go down. I don't want to go down to the cellar though, because what are they waiting for me? Or the ghosts could be waiting down there. Well, Paul, it's really late here. Um, you know, there's no. It's just. I think you are uh, just letting your your imagination run wild. You know, you know Ghost exists. I've met them before. Well, I yeah, but that's on your podcast, Paul, you know? So. I'm not sure what you mean. Um, I'm sorry I'm breaking you up. I, um, I, well, maybe I'll just put a chair against the door so that they can't come out. Oh, no. I guess uh, okay. they'll just come through the door, couldn't they? That's a good idea. Maybe I'll sleep in the garden. Um, no, no. no, no. What, Paul, it, just you're you're fine. The you're sun's fine. coming up. The sun's coming up anyway, so maybe ghosts don't come out in the there day. You go. It'll be fine. The sun's coming up. Yeah. Oh, I gotta, oh, I gotta work tomorrow, and I'm, Sorry. you know, oh, it's all right. Sorry, just calm down, and it'll be fine. Be well. All right. Bye bye. Okay. Sorry. Good night, Paul. Good night. Um. Then we had um, episode 485, Very Many Revelations for the Charlife Gang. Uh, this is when Sniffy Martin uh, really did find out who his birth mother was. Uh, that was, was quite an emotional episode. Um, and the funny thing was, uh, it all came about because we were trying to talk uh, with Damius 
uh, or trying to talk to the persona of Damius inside August Evans. And, uh, yeah, yeah, anyway, you must listen to that episode if you haven't. Um, Then we had episode 486, Funeral for a Shoe, the 10th anniversary special. And then the last episode of November was uh, Ick Welcomes Sister Ooh, where we had some trouble meeting um, Sister Ooh, who will be helping Ick um, give birth. Um, and then the episodes in December, you kind of know about, I would have thought. Uh, but yes, that's sort of my review of the year. I, I always like the episodes that involve stories and characters and uh, revelations. Um, uh, even in episodes about uh, films and stuff, I, I like the regulars to contribute and maybe there might be a little bit more of the story right at the end of the episode, who knows. I'm a cliffhanger junkie, that's what I am. Anyway, uh, I think I need a bit of a breather now, so I hope you enjoyed some of those clips and our review of the year, sort of, or most of the year. And, uh, yeah, I should think everybody else is probably having their Christmas thing. I'm going to have some Christmassy stuff, but, um, yeah, it, 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 just, just low-key. I want to watch some of those depressing movies that I like. So we're going to do that. We're going to do that now. Well, I'm going to do that now. You're going to see what everybody else is doing. Coming, we're coming. Oh, happy Christmas, happy Christmas. Oh, yeah. Happy Christmas, Ig. Oh, it's lovely to see you. Hello, my dear. Have I ever been in your ship? I can't remember. Oh, darling. Oh, Tallulah. I think if you had been in here, you would remember it. Oh, I can't remember either. Oh, sometimes the excitement of, a, of a being in the ship can make you forget things, Tallulah. Oh, yes, I, I think you might be right. Oh, yes, I think you might be right. Come in, come in. Oh dear, oh dear. Oh, it's going to be a lovely Christmas. Oh yes, absolutely lovely. Well, August, what do you make of our Christmas tree? It is very nice, my dear. Definitely going to paint that later. Oh, that would be lovely, darling. And I'd like you to uh, um, preserve it as a painting. A photograph is all very well, but a painting. Oh, I'll do that for you. It's very lovely being here with you. Oh, there's so much to paint. You have so many lovely views. Oh, I, I'm so glad you're enjoying yourself, darling. Oh, yes. Maybe we can sit down and watch a film. Oh, yes. We can watch a film. I'll paint it. Uh, you'll paint the film. All right. Do what you like, dear. I'm totally supportive. Thank you. Thank you, Bettina. Oh, I have some presents for you. Yes. Do you know what? I don't think I do know. I had a very strange request the other day. Oh yes, I had a phone call. Somebody wanted me to paint 
176. I've got them in down somewhere. They wanted me to paint a, a portrait of you. They did what? It's true. I don't know who it was. I've been working on them. I should have mentioned it to you before I started. It, it wasn't you, was it? No, darling, I didn't ask for that many portraits of myself. Who on earth could want that many pictures of me? Well, I don't know. It's a bit of a mystery. Oh, well, it's a bit concerning. Never mind. Don't worry about it today. Let's go and get a glass of port or something. Oh, yes, a glass of port. And I'll paint it, too. Oh, dear, oh, dear. All right. <laughs> Come along. Let's go. Hello. Uh, it's me, Yeti Uncle John. Now, uh, as you know, uh, on television in the UK, on Christmas Day, the Queen often gives a speech. Yes. Well, I am the Queen of the Shall I Podcast, so I am here to give you your uh, Yeti Uncle John speech of 2021. Yes, it's going to be an annual event now. I'm here speaking to you. I am your, your, yeah... Yeah, right. Uh, so 2021, it's been a tough year for all of us, especially me. I've been in shame jail, which hasn't been great. Although I've made a lot of friends. Uh, I'm still making friends. I've recently met Coconut Jim. Say hello, Coconut Jim. Hello, it's me, Coconut Jim. That wasn't Coconut Jim, that was me, because Coconut Jim was doing something... Sorry, it's a bit noisy in this jail. Um, uh, yeah, it's, uh, that wasn't Coconut Jim. Coconut Jim is... Uh, is, is busy having mince pies, I think, which is where I should be. But anyway, I've got to do my speech for you. So, uh, yes, 2021 has been a hard year for all of us, especially me. But 2022 will be better because I'll be out. And I'm sure it'll be better for everybody else. Uh, thank you for supporting the Charlotte podcast over the 2021. Um, we've done lots of episodes. Uh, not up to, not quite 100, but quite a lot. Uh, I want to thank Paul for everything he's done for editing it. Otherwise, you wouldn't have heard any of this. Uh, Cromarty is lovely. Uh, um, Everybody is lovely on the show. I love working with them, even if I'm in the jail. Um, (coughs) I also like to uh, give a personal thank you to Toppy Smelly for for being naughty and helping me out of shame jail, even though I got caught again and had to go home again. Shh, don't tell anyone that's a secret. Don't let Paul hear you. Don't talking to myself now yeah Paul doesn't know about me escaping no he does Paul knows about me escaping but he doesn't know that Toffee was involved so don't say anything sorry I'm a bit drunk yeah so that's, that's the other good thing about Christmas and Chain Jail uh, we had cryptic crosswords we had computer games we've also had uh, we also had all manner of booze so yeah Chain Jail isn't as bad as people say it is I feel a bit sleepy now. It's time to have a sleep. Oh, the Queen, does, the Queen never does this, does she? Can I interrupt? Oh, Queen's here, the Queen's here! No, that wasn't the Queen. It was it was Gladys, the tea lady. Oh, dear, oh, dear. Um, yeah, this is the end of my Christmas message because I need to have a nap. I hope it's been good. Say, so, the Queen doesn't fall asleep in the middle of uh, her Christmas message, but then, as we all know, the Queen doesn't do her... Christmas message at Christmas she probably does it in like October or something yeah she, she does it when she's wide awake uh, yeah. well I've got to go now happy Christmas happy new year not going to do a happy new year message 
Oops, sorry, I'm a bit close to the recorder. I'm not going to sit, it's all got rather noisy around here. I think Gladys is having an argument with Coconut Jim, so I've got to go. All right, bye for now, bye for now, bye for now. Paul, happy Christmas. Hello, happy Christmas to you. Well, I mean, I'm I'm hiding I'm hiding in a well I'm hiding away from Christmas this year, but I'm still wishing you happy Christmas. You can wish me happy Christmas. I'm still having Christmas. I'm just I'm just keeping away from a busy Christmas with all the people who live in this house. But uh, um, but uh, anyway, you, you, you'll have you'll have decorations and stuff up. I think I've seen the picture of the tree. Oh yes, we're uh, we're festooned. Festively festooned. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, while we're still getting our own Christmas trees, I think it'd been different if we'd had to buy one. But I, I don't want an artificial one. Oh so. yes, we, uh, we met. Well, I met your Christmas trees in one of our one of my trips up to you, uh, like a forest down the end of that uh, garden. Now. Oh, yes, the biggest ones must be about. 14 16 foot mustn't they don't ask me what that is in meters but it's like it's like three of you stood on one on top of each other <laughs> what do you think <laughs> just, if that would end with an accident but yes um what about the cats are they are they festively festooned as well or um are they oblivious um, well uh, megan's had a few little goes with some tinsel but we try and persuade her that it's not a good idea and I try to keep it away from Amy because she tends to try and eat things and I don't think tinsel or cellophane is a very good idea for a cat's digestion. Not very tasty. Um, Is there anything going on in the garden whilst I'm here? Anything flower-wise? I guess not. Or not well, too. well, there is actually um, round by the side of the garage. We, I think it's about six weeks ago. There was a single primrose flower, and I thought, oh, that's that's nice, but we won't get any more. But now, although we've had quite cold in between, I think there's about six or seven flowers on the plant. So we've got a little cluster of primrose, which is which is nice, and we've got the um, the jasmine, winter flowering jasmine, which is bright yellow as well. So there is a little bit going on. So there's the winter hun- honeysuckle will be out soon. I don't think it is it is yet, but uh, that is about all. Um, so I, the trouble is, I know you, you would do a lot of the preparation, if not all the preparation for Christmas food. If you weren't cooking, or even if you are cooking, what's your favourite food at Christmas? What, what do you like that's particularly Christmas related? Uh, I suppose we're having duck this year, but that's just for a change. I suppose really favourite is turkey with pigs in blankets. Yeah, I won't be getting that. I haven't even had that, you know, usually... Uh, have have it somewhere else during the Christmas period, but uh, I won't uh, have that at all this year. So, well, uh, the the food that I've got is all sort of buffet, Scandinavian type things. I think I think there's pork involved, but 
Uh, it'll be very nice. But, oh. but Well, I just get into rather the habit of doing turkey because years ago it was really a turkey was, I don't know that turkey is terribly available even now through the, but through the uh, Easter you see them a bit. Um, but I, I don't know. And you can get turkey fillets and stuff, I think, can't you? But whole turkeys are more, I suppose it comes, excuse the clock. Um, the, that's it <laughs> well sometimes we have turkey schnitzels homemade ones because Toby doesn't really like pork so I do sometimes have turkey at other points in the year mm. actually if he doesn't like pork why are we having it uh, uh, in our house <laughs> but who knows maybe it's just the way it's cooked you need a treat maybe it's just a preference but. I, I, well, I will not have a, a roast dinner if we go out to a restaurant though because I cook one most weeks and I always think my roast dinner is better than what the restaurant's going to serve up. So um, if they have a carvery in the restaurant, I, I wouldn't want to go there on a Sunday because they have nothing else but roasts. might be different meats, but I don't want to be spending out 15, 20 pounds for something I can cook better at home. I want something which is a little bit more exotic, a bit beyond my capabilities. <laughs> I've been to some good carveries, but uh, I know what you mean if you're cooking it yourself on a regular basis. Anyway, I'd better let you go. Um, but I just thought I, I'd, I'd call from my secret hidey hole. Well, you keep nice and warm and snug, you and Dee Dee. Yeah, okay. Okay. Uh, we'll see you sometime next year. If not soon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Harry, hi. It, um, is that you? Hi there, darling. How, how are you? Oh, I'm just calling to, to say Happy Christmas and also Happy um, uh, New Year because I'm doing it all at once because I'm, I'm in oh. hiding at the moment. So. Yeah, Merry Christmas. So, uh, so where are you in hiding? Um, I, I can't. Well, I'm actually quite close to home. It's just that they haven't found me yet. I'm just, I've just taken lots of supplies oh, and right. all my favourite DVDs, and and I'm and I'm just sort yeah. of just not getting involved in in you know because you know my flat can get quite busy with all of the all of the strange characters that I hang out with in the podcast, and, and I just yes. thought this year I'd like to kind of let you know keep to myself and not have to get caught in with all their dramas. So, uh, um, oh, right. so I'm having a lovely, I'm having a lovely time. But uh, yes, um, well, well you, you have a, a, a merry Christmas and a, and a merry New Year. What, what are you? Where are you? What are you doing? We're going to have Christmas uh, dinner mm-hmm. uh, later, oh, good. Um, and then we're going to have carols around the Christmas tree. Is it? Is it traditional? I mean, is it traditional Christmas dinner? Yes, it's a very traditional. We're going to have turkey, emu. cranberry, <laughs> emu, obviously, roast potatoes, emu wrapped in bacon. Uh-huh. Yes, and uh, um, and antelope some on toast, pine cones, antelope, antelope on toast, um, <laughs> mountain bear. Uh, it's all the well, it's all the usual stuff that we used to have stuff. together, you know, yeah. for our Christmas yeah. meals. Oh, we used to, Paul. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, porcupine. Um, <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. Oh, anyway, I'm sure it's lovely. Yeah, we're having a, well, the stuff I've got here is kind of um, like sort of Scandinavian, lots of uh, different courses, little different things, and I can just tuck Ooh. in as I like. So um, well, they, haven't, they haven't found me yet. So I'm hoping that 
uh, I can stay like this as, for, for as long as possible. So yeah, but, uh, well, stay safe. You know, yes, I will. Yes, and um, I'll I'll speak to you in the new year. And uh, okay, happy new year and happy Christmas. Happy new year. Bye. Enjoy your enjoy your porcupine. Goodbye. Bye. Hi, hi, Martin. I'm, um, I just thought I'd give you a quick call um, because I know you're a fellow, a fellow. I know you're a fellow, but I know. Oh, well, I like to be. Yes. I know you're somebody who isn't a big fan of Christmas, and I just. Um, I, no, it's just, it's, ah, I, I just wanted some reassurance because I've gone into a state of hiding this episode. Oh, okay. Um, and, and and I'm having a fine time of it because I'm I'm tucked away and I've got what I need, but I didn't want to socialise. Um, oh, you're not not hiding, hiding. You're not you're behind the sofa, uh, under the floorboard, hiding. I have a little hidey hole, and I haven't told mm. anyone where I am, but I'm able to to phone out and, and speak. Oh, okay. um, you know, as as is necessary. So, Narnia at the back of the wardrobe. <laughs> like that. I'm in Narnia. I'm in Narnia. I can't get myself Don't look away, for me. <laughs> Uh, it, it's a bit, I, I was just wondering how you you were getting on. You, uh, you you're, you're doing okay. Uh, yeah, we're, we're t- ticking along. You know, the old uh, you know, say the the gloom and doom. You know, the, the, as, as was it the most miserable time of the year, as we call it. No, it's uh, I, I I I struggle with Christmas. It's it's a it's a peculiar thing. I don't know. I, I maybe I'm just a melancholic, or maybe it's just it's um, flashbacks and all that kind of thing. I I struggle with. But uh, thinking back to, to time and thinking me or maybe i just i look back and think what's the colossal waste of time i've done with this year again and i think it's it's like um i because mean, i know some people do birthdays as well but i think you just another year ticks by and you suddenly think oh i am still in exactly the same position i was 12 months ago. and yeah I, I struggle with it but we we do what we do we we uh we we do what socializing we can as best we can and uh, you know it's fine yeah we we get by i i, I grumpily uh stick the odd uh, decoration up and and generally uh, pretend but i but i i think the, the best thing about this time of year is i can shout and scream and and, and rage at the adverts on the telly and just oh, say pa pa ridiculous lunacy and all that i mean I, I do celebrate birthdays but i don't decorate so we balance we balance out there but mm. um but anyway no i just needed a bit of a a, a bit of uh of, of martin to sort of put oh me, well to make me to sort of not feel guilty for being a, a grown <laughs> well, you've got to understand that very few people need need more of me in their life but uh yes <laughs> no no i just need some reassurance but, oh, well yes i mean you you are not alone what is it why you are not alone it's the, there are i actually feel it it's it, it's it's one of those strange things it's a bit like um saturday night television people tell you that everybody's talking about it but it turns out that it gets 11 million people and you wonder well what are the other the other 55 million people doing they're obviously finding something much more interesting to do or something more exciting to do and i feel that the the sort of the happy jolly oh isn't christmas great folk are actually in the minority but they're very a vocal minority and vocal minorities you know they do a lot of that sort of thing really uh, but uh because it's the norm. People like norms. They don't. They don't like exceptions. They don't like the outliers. And actually, if you're a bit of an outlier, and I don't think it's Scroogeism. I genuinely don't think it's. It's kind of just being uh, a miserable sod. I think it's actually. I I, I struggle uh, with social anxiety. If you see what I mean. And and Christmas, if anything, brings social anxiety to the front. You feel there are things you ought to be doing, and uh, just because people expect you to be 
in their sort of body. So they don't understand that when they sort of, for example, they might announce in the neighborhood, we're going to have a party and you go, oh, Christ, and you just want to hide behind want to hide behind a sofa and say, please pretend we're out, pretend we're out, switch all the lights off. You know, I've never had a big family anyway, so Christmas <laughs> Day has never been, at its best, was never more than a slightly more exciting Sunday lunch. Sort of thing. I, um, I do appreciate that there are people, you know, who, who get a lot of joy out of it and, and that that's fine for them. But I think you've, it, it's a mistake in life to assume that everybody gets joy out of the same things as you do. And I feel that Christmas somehow accentuates a lot of that stuff. Plus, of course, we've, um, we've, because we we are surrounded by too much stuff, we've actually uh, last few years decided not to do present giving. So we don't even have that to talk about, really. You know, we just don't do it anymore. I, and I, I years forgotten to do. I have. I, I constantly get to. Um, well, I, I usually get to about Boxing Day, and I realise I'm not sent any uh, any Christmas cards. <laughs> you know, it's, it's the same thing. It's just I always feel that if if Christmas is to happen, I would be about ready for it. In the end of February, uh, and it's not that I would need it to still be happening now because if it ha- if it existed at the end of February, I wouldn't be ready for it until the end of April. I'm just <laughs> always a couple of months behind where it needs to be. Well, I'm really gonna wa- I'm gonna go and watch a Christmas horror film, and that'll change. Oh, yeah, that's, that's very festive. Yes. How how do, how do you make them? Uh, do you just sort of just stick a piece of holly on the corner of the screen or something, or just to make uh, yeah. them more festive? Or do you just watch? Are there a lot of festive horror movies? There are actually quite a lot, yeah. Or these Black Christmas, isn't there? Which yes, is yeah. famous. There's, there's, there's plenty. There's plenty. Gremlins, of course, is is quite quite good for that sort of thing. Mm. I think. <laughs> ah dear. Anyway, I better go. Um, yeah. So a very grumpy Christmas. From and, and indeed to you. You take care. <laughs> take care. Welcome, welcome. <laughs> good to see you? you. Oh, yes, good. Had a busy Christmas looking after oh. Ick with long, you know. Oh, well, I come around to see Paul for Christmas. I can't, I can't see Paul. Ah, yes. seen. Well, there's the thing. Paul has, uh, I, we can't quite work it out because um, he, he said he wanted a very low, you know, like yeah. to himself Christmas. And, uh, um, and, and he said he found a hidey hole and he was going to go and have his Christmas in there. And we just can't work out where because you know the Jeff bothers me because uh, you know he he was he's always been such an outgoing person. I'm not at Christmas though, oh, but uh, um, oh dear. I, I think um, I've come I'm, I've come here to well I'm, I might as well stay because I've come here to find some tapes um, yes. to Sutton Park because well, as you know we're yes. converting the whole lot to digital mm-hmm. and um, I'm just sort of. Um, well, we we will, the, we will we will have just put a clip of Sutton Park just before this oh, bit of the it. I'm recording by the way uh, there oh, yes right. just before this this bit that I'm yeah. recording that we are doing now there yeah. will be a Sutton Park clip because it's nearly the end of this episode absolutely well as I say it, it, it went with a bit of luck um, and a bit of 
hard work. It won't be long before um, the whole series is out, you know. Is, um... I, I can only imagine the day is a trap door. I mean, we have the laboratory downstairs. Yeah. But I can, I, I, I've searched that. Well, I can, I can only imagine that there is a box that is covering an extra trap door to another part that I didn't know about or something. Oh, but yeah, uh, yeah. I don't it's know. If you're, looking for, if you're looking for tapes, there's like a shoebox over oh, there. Maybe you'll, you'll, uh, Maybe there'll be something there. I don't know. Um, this place is a lot more tidy than it used to be. This so. is this a Oh, you found me. You've uncovered me. You're, you're tiny. What are you doing in there? <laughs> what, what's going on? You found I'm Paul? Tiny. Paul, you're very tiny. He's very small. <laughs> I'm very tiny. You're very tiny. I'm very tiny. I mean, we, we Cromarty, you tell him. Oh, is this because... Oh, yes, of course. Uh, Nick, earlier in the... Back in the autumn, I was doing tests and things, and Paul ate something that made him a giant, and then something else happened, and he was very small. And although he's better, sometimes he turns small, and sometimes he turns big. It's Paul, that's how you've been hiding in the house. I've, I've heard... In, in a box. I've heard that all, all I want for Christmas is you, but that's ridiculous, you know. <laughs> well, you know, I, I because I can kind of control it to a certain extent, I thought it was a good way to hide away without anyone finding me. What? Just not telling them that I was... Why I was... do you not want to be found, though? Because Christmas, you know. Well, yeah. I, 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 I like to, you know, I've got my favourite horrible movies <laughs> and, and lots of food, and I'm still celebrating. I just... Favourite you horrible know. family. <laughs> you know, like <laughs> Christmas slasher films and things like that. It's all the things that make me happy at Christmas. Oh, oh like people being dismembered. Yeah, I can, I can, I can relate to that. Yes. Um, you know, I, I just, I, I just, you know, it's, it can be quite a hassle doing like, you know, live Christmas episodes and, and reviews yeah. of the year and and and, and have, oh, happy New Year, happy New Year. Um, well, that, happy New Year to you. Yeah, <laughs> because Happy New Year this time. We're putting it all into one episode this time yeah yes that's right it's yeah. a long episode but but you know I, I anyway I'm happy to come out of my hiding now I'll come back to normal size good um, and, uh, but, but whilst we're here I, I suppose I should say well, thank you listeners for listening to this episode this this mixture of Christmas reviews and New Year and uh, I hope you enjoyed everything that's appeared in it and um, there'll be plenty of episodes coming up for 2022 uh, so, um, let's hope they're not as reduced as you are <laughs> I'll be back to normal by then it's fine okay. anyway listeners okay. uh, bye for now say goodbye quality yep. goodbye quality say goodbye Nick goodbye Nick and have a good Christmas yeah, and New Year and, and New Year don't forget the New Year <laughs> don't have a horrible New Year whatever you do <laughs> Nick, I'm back to full size now. Yes. And, uh, yeah, we, we, we recorded quite a lot of episodes. I was talking to the, the listeners when I was in hiding about um, the sort of episodes that we've covered. Uh, we've done film episodes this yes, year. we have. Uh, uh, you, you got to go rogue twice and do your own 
our interviews. Yes, um, yeah, that was my. I, I was a rogue with my sister. Yes, uh, and that was with, with uh, John and uh, as well talking about Doctor Who and yeah, oh, yeah, famous right. people. Yeah. And then, and um, don't forget um, regrets or you know yeah, what, what, what are what alternative timelines would be if we plus we, I've been releasing episodes that we recorded in 2020 we've still got one or two episodes in the 2020 but, episodes <laughs> but you know, we did loads well, well we've done loads this year as well so yeah, these, well, I, these two um, lockdown years well these two um, um, I was going to say chromity years um, <laughs> Covid years have, have been some of the most prolific really. yeah I tried I try to um, release most of what we recorded this year and because the topics we talked about in 2020 are things that the, the episodes shouldn't date because we were talking about things that happened years ago. I will catch up. But, uh, you know, I have to try and try and release episodes so that everyone gets to be, you know, have to release a Martin episode. Absolutely. Yeah, no, another fruitful year. I've got, so I've, um, we've got John on as well. I don't know if he's, um, he's appeared yet. Yes, yes. Uh, he has, yeah. yeah. And I'm hoping to get him on in 2022 as well. Yes. Uh, hopefully he'll come back. But uh, anyway, well, uh, I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure we'll have lots of, uh, lots more recording sessions. Of course, we did uh, the live on five forty eight episode together, and though, even though they had problems with their te- technology, I think I still think it was them, not us. But uh, <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll, we might do that again next year. We'll see. Yeah. But um, anyway, oh, I can hear the theme music coming, so we'll better, we'll better, we'll better <laughs> shut up. Scarf at the theme, <laughs> the theme music. Ah. <laughs> Scary theme music. <laughs> This show is part of the Pride 48 Network. Find more shows over at pride48.com. Oh dear, (laughs) what's going on now? Oh, it's the Shy Life Podcast. Let's go. I have a voice. I have a voice. You have a voice. You have a voice. We have a voice. We have a voice. Unique voices in podcasting. Univospods.net. Well, listeners, I may be hiding away from Christmas, but uh, you know, as I have three little presents from my mum here, I think I'm allowed to open them. I, I think. Um, why not? They might tide me over until I decide to emerge. Here's one. Blackberry jam, no less. That's a good choice. I just go scooping into the jar with my hands if I get really hungry. A bit, a bit of bread might be nice, or toast, but there we go. Uh, you can't have it all. Mm. This is gin. My goodness. There's quince gin, dry gin, blood orange gin, blackberry gin, palmer violet gin, raspberry gin, pink grapefruit gin, and rhubarb and ginger gin. This will definitely help me out on a cold winter's night. Definitely. (laughs) I'm staying where I am. I'm staying put. 
No, Tuffy, I think that was a wonderful episode by Paul, don't you? Oh, my God. I sure do. Boy, I'm telling you, I really do. No, that was good. All right, dear. No, seriously, that was a great episode. <laughs> Tuffy. You know what I you know what I wonder? What in the world size shoe do you think the Chayette wears? <laughs> I don't know. I just wonder. He's not all that shy, he's right. Bye. Bye, Dilly. Not bad. <laughs> Quite right. Bye. Goodbye.